from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. What made you walk out on a first date? That is a question that this guy named Josh put out online because his experience was he went to go pick up a girl. Right. Uh, and she introduced him to her three-year-old son, uh, to her three-year-old son as dad. <laughs> so he dipped uh, and then the uh the replies kept coming in yeah so what made you walk out on a first date God, uh harrison stop. said uh when i was polite to the waitress she screamed at me quote would you rather be on a date with her <laughs> oh come on <laughs> come on now uh, a oh, woman no. named Britt said he blew his nose in the cloth napkin and then set it down on the table next to his plate. <laughs> so she walked out. A woman named Brianna said, I yawned and he stuck his finger in my mouth and said, poked you. <laughs> <laughs> and then she dipped. Uh, a woman named Shelby said he ordered a pitcher of beer. Waitress said, two mugs? And he said, nah, just one. Oh, <laughs> Look at Diva's face. So Jeez. <laughs> um, Emily, this woman named Emily said he cried in the bar because they were playing a Kobe Bryant tribute. He then got drunk. He profusely was sweating and used the bar napkins to sop himself up. Then he had pieces of napkin all over his forehead <laughs> afterwards. And then he fell asleep in the movie that we went to, snoring with his shoes off. <laughs> I'd like to chill with that guy. I like that guy. <laughs> the question is, uh, what made you walk out on a first date? A guy named Brad said, she had excessive flatulence. Oh, no. And said to me, can you smell it? <laughs> uh this one guy said that when she invited her girlfriend on the date and they started ordering shots on my tab, it could have been a fun night, but I was pretty sure they were just trying to use me to pay for drinks. So I paid for my drink only, and I left. Well, good for you, girl. Um, uh, oh, um, let me find a nice way, or uh, a clean way of saying this. This one person said basically this guy that she she walked out on after their first date because... He, he said, uh, basically, he, he wanted her want, yes. to stay home okay. and not work right. and just have babies okay. for him. Well, on the first date, he laid that out there. Yeah. You have to be really con- like committed to that life. Uh, another person said, the, uh, the, mo- the moment her nephew called me uncle, I was gone. <laughs> uh, Tori said here, it's happened to me multiple times, but guys telling me that they love me on the first date. Like, just, ew. It screams desperation to me. True. Um, but have you ever walked out on a first date? Or has a, a woman... Yeah. Dare I say, has a woman ever walked out on you, Roz? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, the, what the hell are you laughing at that for? <laughs> the only time Maury perks up. 
in the convo. Okay, okay, you want to talk, Maury? Here. So Maury knew we were going to be talking about this, right? Yeah. So okay, so Maury writes yes, me. Maury writes me this. Okay. Okay. Maury writes me. So the the conversation is what? The question is what? Uh, what made you walk out on a first date? Okay, so Maury writes me this. Uh, I left a date when the I was set up with. Look too smart, two one zero, smart and sophisticated, sophisticated with an F for me. I left a date when the I was set up with looked too smart and sophisticated for me. No period, sophisticated spelled S O F I S T I C A T E D. Right, damn bro, you need to put spell check on your phone. <laughs> Like, it's automatic you on know, your phone. You know when you actually turn out to be the thing that you're accused of being? Yes. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Why would you text that to him? Why don't you just say it on the show? Because oh, uh, sometimes I just sort of say, hey, here's where oh, I'm Oh, it's much better this way. Don't yeah. encourage him to talk. Um, <laughs> Shem, you ever walk out on a first date or had a woman walk out on you? Never had a woman walk out on me. Just a wife. Um, oh. Can we please Truth. note he's the one that brought it up, not us this time? Truth. I knew that it was coming, okay? Um, it was. I have five jokes yeah, that I, I wrote earlier. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never walked out on a first date. Never, never, uh, never have. Never have. No. No. Deep, have you ever had a date? Ross, yes, I have had a first date before. Well, it was with my husband. Um, but you've only was, ever okay, been. Okay, sorry, sorry, oh, sorry, 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 Deepa. Have you had more than one first date? No. Okay, <laughs> sorry, my bad. But your first date was fine because, yeah. like, it worked out. Y'all are married now. No, it was a really bad first date. I'm surprised <laughs> that he saw me again after it. Do you have time? To how how old were you? How old were you? I was 18 at the time. Yeah. I was working. Like, yeah. I worked for a nonprofit at the time, and we were like flirting heavily on Facebook Messenger. And I was like, oh, you know what? I think I'm going to invite him out to, like, see what I do for work. And at the time, I would, like, go to schools and do action planning and, like, speeches about social justice. So I was like, hey, Talal, do you want to come see me in action? And he was like, cool. And at the time, I didn't, I couldn't drive. So I got one of my coworkers to chaperone our first date. So she took a company car. No. And she picked Talal and I up. No. She drove us to the school, dropped us off. Yeah. He stayed and watched me do my speech. She went to a Starbucks to read a book. I literally had to call her when we were done. And I was like, hey, can you drop us off to a oh Tim Hortons? God. <laughs> oh, my God. She dropped us off to a Tim Hortons. We spent like three hours just sitting at a Tim Hortons during the workday. And I go back to the office and I got into so much trouble because, well, I wasn't there the whole day. I spent it with him. Um, but the you end had of the a date, date during the like you took a date like on a work assignment. I did, and had yeah. to have a friend go and pick him up. Yeah, no, so like he my could come to so he could come to a school and watch you do a speech on social yeah. justice. Yeah, exactly. Uh, hot, so hot, so guys. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> he helped me bud at the end of the date too. <laughs> what made you uh, walk out on a first date? Let me read you this one last one. I'm shocked this even happened. Okay, he took me on a walk in a forest at 11 p.m. and then peed next to me in a bush. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. This guy posted online uh, the question of uh, what made you walk out on a first date because his experience is that when he went to go pick up his date, she introduced him to her three-year-old son as dad. <laughs> so brazen. Another woman replied and said, I yawned and he stuck his finger in my mouth and said, poked you. And then she was like, yeah, that's it. Uh, Sarah's on hold. We'll get to her in a second. Um, let me see here. 
You ever done that to somebody? Put your finger in their mouth when they yawn? No, no. It no, ruins no. the yawn. They oh, get, they get big very time. upset. Yeah. Oh, they somebody get very said uh, upset. he kept picking his nose and he didn't even know he was doing it. Reads one text. Another one says, uh, Rita here, my blind date told me I had a big nose. Another text says, uh, went to the movies on a first date, bought popcorn to eat, and she spent half the movie eating her nails instead. <laughs> this guy came at me with venom tongue two minutes in. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jeez. Somebody pointed out, because we asked you the question, Roz. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But if, if you walked out or if anyone walked out on you, you said yes. Yeah. And then they were like, yo, Roz is totally avoiding the question. Who, yeah. who walked out on Roz? Uh, don't even remember. I've, I don't even remember who I know. No, I've been, I've, been, guys. I've been walked out on and I've walked out. I think, the, okay, the one where I walked out was there was a woman who showed up. Yeah. And it was the daytime. We were at a, co- I was sitting at a coffee shop and she walked in and made, you knew she was there because she walked in wearing in the daytime uh, a hot pink bikini and she drove up in a Jeep that she didn't actually put in a parking space. She walked in, looked sort of drunk, took a look at me, and started grabbing salt shakers off the um, stand where the host sits and started throwing them across the restaurant at me um, before uh-huh. before leaving. Because so, you, look, you look dry, you need some, some seasoning? I don't know what I did, <laughs> but I did something. You didn't have no flavor, bro. <laughs> right? <laughs> And, fit and wasn't nice. And she looked like she played softball. Like sure. the, these were not like they, these weren't coming at me, uh, you know, in any sort of way other than to injure. Right. Yeah. And I was alone in the restaurant. Oh, man. I was the only person in there. How embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's that. <laughs> uh, Sarah, go ahead. Um, so I met this guy on Plenty of Fish and I showed up at the Tim Hortons because I always go in like public areas for the first date. And I got there, and in all of his pictures, he smiled, like, without showing any teeth. So, no worries. We go and sit down for coffee, and then as soon as he talks, starts talking, I notice that he has no bottom teeth. Oh, oh no. Yes. Is it all gums down there? All gums. It was like, he, I could tell he had a few at the back, but still, like, I felt a little catfished. <laughs> wow. So, he could eat a churro, but not corn. Yeah, no. right? <laughs> I want all the food possibilities in my relationship. Oh, oh no! Yeah. So no, no phone call, uh, no follow up date. Yeah, no. Um, I actually set my second phone on a timer for when, like, if the day was going bad. So then I received a phone call from work and said, oh. I-, "I just have to go." Hey, did you ask about the teeth? I don't know if I could know. Like, I'd, I would have to no, know. No, I felt like that would be really rude. And, you know, I felt like maybe somebody out there was for him, but it wasn't me. Thank you very much for that, Sarah. Yeah, you're welcome. Have All a right, good day. Love. Thank you, you too. Um, Patricia, are you there? Hi. Hi. Uh, what made you walk out on a first date? It's Raza Mocha, by okay. the way. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so basically, it's like, it sounds like an unreal story, but it's so, so real. Uh, this girl lived in Georgetown and we were talking for about two weeks and me coming from Vaughn to Georgetown was like a hike and I get there and she didn't tell me she was a turkey farmer, number one. (laughs) Then two, she brings me into her grandparents' house to like hook up and stuff. And you know, like, like the gays do the sniff test, you know, we have to know if we're clean. Oh my God. 
she didn't just smell like turkey, but oh, all okay. of the okay. other. Okay, 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 we get it. We get it. It was. Okay, thanks. Not good at all. Okay. <laughs> you gays. Okay, thank you for that. Uh, Patricia, appreciate it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Let me just say that I'm going to play you something right now, and I am not in any way trying to shame anyone. Uh, and your life is your life, and your kinks are your kinks. But I discovered something today. You, you know, you're like just you're reading the news mm-hmm. on your computer, right? Mm-hmm. You go to click on a video, and oftentimes there's one commercial, sometimes two to three commercials. Yeah, right. Regular websites. Like I am not in any sort of dark corner of anything. Sure. I'm reading the news today. Okay. okay. So commercial rolls. And I'm like, okay, what is this? And then the commercial went by, and then I spent 40 minutes of my day today trying to find that commercial again because I needed to know if what I heard was actually what I heard. Remember, I'm just reading the news on a regular news website. Okay. Okay? And so this is the commercial that rolled before the video that I wanted to watch. Okay. Okay? Okay. This will not be easy for me to do, but I'll make this quick, so listen up. Because I wear diapers, I find it hard to get out of my comfort zone and meet people. I found this site called abdlmatch.com where I was able to easily meet other people on the site who love diapers, just like me. I met mummies, daddies, diaper lovers, and littles. I never felt so comfortable online in a community that was non-judgmental. Finally, I did not have to hide the fact that I wear diapers. The site was super easy to use. I was able to make my profile, and in a few minutes, I started chatting with other people just like me. You can check me out on abdlmatch.com. Okay. See you there. Okay. Hold so, on. Okay. Diapers? Like... Okay. An adult wearing so, diapers? So, hold, so I had to make sure because I don't want, I'm like, again, I'm not shaming anybody, whatever, even medical, lifestyle, kink, everything else, okay? So I had, and now I've been doing like tons of research on the ABDL community because it is in fact a community. So Deepa, you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. ABDL stands for Adult Baby Diaper Lovers. So these are two separate subgroups of the community. Now, while it's difficult to get an exact number of size, they say, online discussions and forums indicate that it's growing all the time. Particularly, an increased education on the topics reduces the misunderstandings and assumptions. So AB stands for adult babies. These are adults who enjoy acting like infants. They wear baby clothes and diapers, and they do like baby activities. DL stands simply for diaper lovers. These adults may not uh, be as interested in role-playing as a baby. Instead, they prefer wearing diapers over over regular underwear because they simply admire the look and feel of them. What? <laughs> okay. The look and feel? Okay. So it's a puffy dough. Okay. So they also recommend some, they also recommend uh, which the best diapers are for people who enjoy to wear diapers. No. Right? Okay. No, and come and on. keep in mind, these are not for medical reasons. These are people where it is preference. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So apparently the most absorbent adult diaper is something called the Mega Max, where they say, uh, as its name implies, these tab style briefs provide up to 12 hours of quote, massive capacity. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <my> God. <laughs> massive capacity. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So what this was, and again, I was reading the news when, when that commercial, commercial happened because this com- pop up on be- your- because this commercial is for a dating site. 
for people who enjoy massive capacity adult diapers just for leisure wear are able to then go and find other adults who are into the same thing and then you guys can just sit and have diaper talk together i guess i don't know are these commercials new to this specific to a website or is it specific to like i don't understand how commercials like before like a youtube video or a a video that appears like on a news site how it gets tagged to that particular video is it based on location or just bro let's not worry about that okay Mm -hmm. let's not worry about how i got involved in this let's not worry about how wound up on my computer i'm trying to figure out why it appeared on your i I have no idea i have no idea i have not looked i am not i didn't even know this existed let alone accidentally looking it up because you know how our phones are always listening to us, right? Yes, right. And you could time. not be searching for anything related to something that pops up on uh, on an ad, like on Instagram or YouTube or whatever. Right. Right? It's It just so happens that a conversation happened, your phone was in the vicinity, and it finds that thing and then advertises it to you later. Right. right? I think here's, I know. I think I know what happened. Yeah, Sorry. Right. Here's what I think. What do you put? I think that back in December when Deepa, yes. as a yes. joke, gave yes. you, Rod. Yes. Adult diapers as a Christmas gift right. that maybe your phone heard that or something, your computer heard that, and now you're a target for these ads. 100%. I'll tell you, because I've now done so much research into the uh, ABDL life, which is adult baby diaper lovers, yeah. uh, everything on my computer now, every single banner, every ad, everything that asks me to click on it yeah. is all adult diapers. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Oh my Every single. I spent yes. so much time this morning. Look at Maury. Look at Maury. It's the greatest day of your life, Maury. Oh my God. I spent so photos much time. Or it didn't happen. Shut up. Photos oh or it didn't happen. Photos or didn't happen. Maury, you do not want to see the photos of what I've been getting. You don't also, also don't want to see the photos of what I had to look at when researching adult baby diaper lovers. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Four degrees right now. Uh, today is going to look like this. Rain, freezing rain, ice pellets, and snow. So give me the times. Do you have the times? Because I need to know when all this jibber-jabber start, man. Because you're so busy? I got a lot to do today. I got a lot. Of, I got to go uptown, downtown, uptown, downtown, and I just need to know. Uh, I, just there... need to, I just need to know <laughs> if I'm sick or not oh, today. Oh, God, super spreader. Um, you know what I mean? Was it raining when you came in? It was pouring <laughs> when I came in. I need to know whether I'm sick or not, so that's going to determine <laughs> what you say next. Uh, rain changing to snow around 3 p.m. Brief periods of freezing rain and or ice pellets. What time does that start? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Man. All I know is that uh, the rain is changing to snow around 3 o'clock this afternoon. Oh, for God. I don't look at that stuff, Maury. Uh, 10 to 20 centimeters of snow by tomorrow. Oh, for God's sake. That's what they're it saying. It was so rainy this morning. How like, rainy was it? Like horror movie rainy. Oh. Like crazy. I had a guy flash his high beams at me today because he thought I drove a little too close to him, I guess. I don't know. I was avoiding a big puddle on the highway. Uh-huh. And I was still in my lane. You he know? was behind you? No, he was beside me. He was beside you. Yeah. And but how do you see his, his high beams? Because then I drove in front of him. Oh, you could like, or maybe he thought, maybe you cut him off. No, I, no, no, no. I certainly didn't cut him off. It was because we were going around a corner and I, mm-hmm. he thinks I drove. A, I know what it was because I was like, oh, I'm close to that guy. Uh-huh. But I was like still within, you know, I'm still within my rights. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know, man. What are you talking about? You don't know. You weren't there. You've How do you ad- even have an opinion on this? Because you've admitted on the show that your eyesight isn't the best. 
No, listen, my eyesight may not be the best for, I, I, you know, I may not have been able to read the man's license plate, but I can tell when a car is beside me. No, I don't have to. <laughs> What's that? I bet if you were no, to listen. Test. When I when I went to go get my yeah, license, yeah. when I went to go get my license because uh, I just got my full G license. They congratulations! Lo- by thank the way. you very much. They looked at me and said, "Has a doctor ever told you you need glasses to drive?" Yeah. My answer to that question was no. Did you go to a doctor? What do you mean? To get your eyes checked. I've been to eye doctors tons of times over the years. Remember, I had shingles in my eye. Mm. I got bad eyes. Well, I need recently, glasses. Didn't you say that you uh, you were told that you need glasses? No, not to. The question was, has a doctor ever told you you need glasses to drive? Right. The answer to that question, truthfully, was no. Has a doctor ever told you that you need glasses? glasses? Yes. Of course. But you haven't asked the question. Do you think? I, well, I would never. I didn't ask that more. Would you? What? Ask that question. No. Why would I ask that question? <laughs> I just. I think, answered the question uh, truthfully. I know you did. I know you did. I know okay. You did. They asked it's me all the about question. Specifics. I know. As a doctor, I and the eye test machine was right there. Mm-hmm. But you know, COVID, they're so backed up. They don't even ask you to parallel park anymore. <laughs> they're certainly not going to ask know, you to do so an eye crazy, test huh? in, a, in, a, in a trailer, right? So it was crazy. right there. It was. I was. It was two feet away from me. Yeah. Right. But they're not going to. You can't put your face in that. COVID. So I saw it there. He looked at it, then looked at me and was like, you know, I try not to squint, right? You know right. Yeah, I mean? yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, of course. And the sun was like, like right in my good? eyes, You're too. Like, yeah, I'm good. Bro, the sun was right in my eyes, too. Like he had a window behind him. The sun was like beating in my face. Uh-huh. And I'm and like, don't squint, don't squint, don't squint, don't squint. You okay. squint once, your face is in the thing. Yeah, totally. Right? Yeah. Totally. No Thank license you. for you. Thank you. Right. Go parallel park. Let me see you do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start all over again. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You know what we haven't done in a while? What's that? Uh, kids write jokes. Oh wow! This is a Twitter account where the uh, the person who runs the account accepts jokes that are written by kids. Yes. And he just posts them as they are written with the bad spelling. <laughs> Doesn't bad fix the punchlines. No punchlines suck yeah. because kids don't understand punchlines. Okay. Or the setup of a joke or anything like that. So I have a bunch I'd like to share with sure, you. Sure, please. Okay? I love these. Kids write jokes. My teacher asked the class what five times five was. A kid says 25. I raise my hand and say, what's better than 25? 26. <laughs> Why was the bear a good cook? Hold on. Can you turn Maury Mike, Maury's microphone up? Because that may have been <laughs> that Maury's... <laughs> I've never seen Maury laugh. <laughs> I was not expecting that okay, great answer. Can you go back and read that first yeah. one again in case anybody missed it? My teacher asked the class what five times five was. Yeah. A kid says, 25. I raise my hand and say, what's better than 25? 26. (laughs) Okay. Okay, you're going to like this one. You just end it there. (laughs) Why was the bear a good cook? Why? Because there's a B in bear and a B in breakfast. Okay. okay. (laughs) just shaking his head. Uh, What did the floor say to the chair? What? Get off me, you fat idiot. (laughs) (laughs) What do dogs call Italy? What? Dogtily. (laughs) Okay. Knock, knock. Who's there? Bun. Bun who? Why did the bun go across the street? Why? Because he met a duck, and the duck's egg was giving him the cow milk, and then the bun... Got sugar and the hot dog appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> okay, okay. What happens if a flamingo had two feet? What? Nothing. Oh. What is white and black and can fly? What? A fridge with black paint on it falling from a tree. 
What do you call yogurt from Greece? What? Greek yogurt. And yogurt <laughs> made in Canada is Canadian yogurt. <laughs> what do you call a truck that doesn't deliver Stupid. anything? What? An empty truck. Okay. What do you call a cat who can't dance? What? Paul. <laughs> and finally, kids write jokes. What does NASA stand for? I'm pretty sure we read this one before, or maybe I've read it before and didn't share it because okay. it sounds very familiar. Yeah. But what does NASA stand for? What? Not another spaceship. Ah! <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, I gotta play you this clip from a casting director who did Golden Girls mm-hmm. talking about how much B. Arthur and Rue McClanahan hated Betty White. What? Yeah. Why would this yeah. come out now? Uh, sometimes died. Sometimes, you know, so cool. like sometimes when people pass away, like people's they feel it okay to sort of tell stories that they never would have uh when somebody was alive. Out of respect, you don't want to destroy a legacy and also you don't want to get killed, right? Yeah. And then that person may be asked about it all the time. And have to respond. You put that person in a position where Believe they would me. have to respond. Believe right? me, nobody would ever ask Betty White about this if she was alive. Oh, okay. trust me. So what trust happened? me. Why did they? Hate so, her? so this is a guy named Joel Thurm, okay. and Joel Thurm was a casting director on Golden Girls. Okay, and he did a podcast recently where he was talking about his time on the Golden Girls, and I guess they were talking about Betty White and all the other ladies on the show, B. Mm-hmm. Arthur, Rue McClanahan, uh, so on and so forth, and Estelle Getty. And the the conversation comes up as to, I guess they were talking about, you know, whether they all got along and this kind of thing. And then the man drops this bomb. Was Betty White popular in the cast of Golden Girls? No, the, the women hated her. <laughs> all right. One of the things is, I mean, literally B. Arthur, who I cast in something else later on, just said, oh, she's a <laughs> using that word. But B. Arthur of- called Betty White a C yeah. word? Yeah, she called her the C word. I mean, I heard that with my own ears. Oh, my God. And by the way, so did Rue McClanahan. What she would do, for instance, was Estelle Getty was having, she began to have increasing problems with memorizing lines. And she would write the lines on her on her hand. And if she went up, Betty White would make fun of her in front of the live audience. Oh. That may seem like a minor transgression, but it really does get to you. I don't have no idea of how Estelle Getty felt, but I know the other two did not like her at all. Wow. That gang warfare on that that stage. Okay, so when this thing came out, it blew my mind because all you see in old videos is them getting along, talking about how they loved each other. Yeah. But then I messaged all of the fan groups that I'm with. Mm -hmm. Apparently this was known. (laughs) I had no idea. But so you're not a real fan, knew. then. Yeah. I, I, they should take away my card. Yeah. I didn't know this, but it's shocking because anyone who's ever worked with Betty White says she's amazing. So I don't understand. But they, they say she's amazing because she's a legend. But they, they say other people who are notoriously awful are amazing as well. Just because. But you they know, did when, a whole special on on TV the other night for her, and everyone had nice things to say. Because you're, you're honoring the you're honoring the legend, but in, you have to understand that in show business, being like a completely awful person 
has for decades and decades and decades been rewarded, right? But like why that's ruin the this image of her for us after she passes. Why would you come out but and you say just that? Said, all so the here's fans, the, here's the, the fan I know, but I didn't know that. Really, really I don't knew. want to know I, that. I, I know, but more, I will. I will say. I will say this. Assuming that this this man is not lying, and assuming that everybody on all the Golden Girl fan sites, you know, have heard these stories for years, and B. Arthur and Rue McClanahan and everybody else. When you ask the question of why ruin her image, I will just simply say. Betty White was the one that ruined her image. Maybe she was just trying to be funny in front of the live audience. You understand funny and you understand not funny. And I don't think that they're going to be calling Betty White what they, called, what they called Betty White. And that's harsh. If, if they understood that she was just screwing around in front it of an audience. It killed me inside. It killed How many me. Golden Girl um, group sites are you part of? Four. Four. Wow. What did you, and what else Golden did you Girls discover? Golden forever, Betty White forever, Golden for you. <laughs> Golden for you. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I'm going to quickly tell you a story of how Wordle saved uh, an 80-year-old's life. Yeah, let me quickly tell you a story how I'm pissed off at Wordle. Why? Because today was the first day that the New York Times took over it, and the font's different at the top and everything else. And the, oh, and, really? And it was such a New York Times word today. Oh, really? Please, yeah. Anyway, tell me how it saved somebody's life. Um... So this 80-year-old in Chicago, right, Yeah, was held hostage by somebody who broke into her house. Oh, for like Jesus. 17, for like 17 hours, okay. right? Now, this person that broke in, he was like 30-something years old. He didn't do anything to harm her, right. but he just broke in and said to her, like, I'm not going to hurt you. Right. But there was no reason given as to why he broke in or why he ended up holding her hostage. Right. So this woman, this 80-year-old in Chicago, her daughter lives in Seattle, Across the country, mm-hmm. right? And kept texting her mom and wasn't getting a reply. And then called the cops. Cops showed up at the house and found the 80-year-old. She was fine, right? Yeah. Arrested the guy. But the thing, it wasn't that the mom wasn't replying to the texts from the daughter. Mm-hmm. It was because the mom didn't share in the family group chat her wordle. And she does this every oh, single really? day. Yeah. So the daughter was like, hold up. Something's okay. up. If she hasn't sent in her wordle today. And not replying and, and not, not replying, being a part of it. Something and, is wrong. Wow. And because we don't live in the same city, I'm going to call the cops and let the cops go and do a check on the Interesting. house. And they God. found a woman. That's uh, crazy. Much like in our group chat, I don't play Wordle. No, you, Shem, no, David no. Mori, uh, always play Wordle, yeah. and you guys always submit. I lost right? my answers today because it switched to the New York Times mid me attempting it. Mid me attempting it. <laughs> Excuse me? What do you mean? What do you mean? New York like, Times noticed that you were using an older version and like and then it your refreshed phone? and went to the New York Times and I lost all of what I was doing. So what is the problem is, is attempts, I got it in I I did not get it. Yeah. And then it gave me the answer. So then it switched over to the New York Times. So then oh. the problem is I entered what the answer was and I could cheat and put out that I got it in one line, but M- Maury, I won't do no that. there's no way you would have ever, nobody would ever believe that. Yeah, we would that you just got today's you, in like, one. We already know that you cheat in yeah, general. Yeah, and right? let me just, and can I just say that today's Wordle, right? Uh-huh. Like, it's such a New York Times word. Like, Always, it's, right? oh, please. Are you done with Wordle? Please, me? Yeah. Am I done with it? What do you mean? Like, now that it's, you know, very New York Timesy shishi shi foo foo are you uh, done? Nah, yeah, keep going? no, yeah, yeah. Are they gonna keep the? <laughs> I don't know what are they gonna keep was. the the count? You know how like? Yeah, I didn't yes. lose my stats, but apparently some people did lose their stats. Really? Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Is it gonna keep the count of? You know, it was like today was like two hundred. Yeah, today. So the count's the exact same. It that says that. Yeah, yeah, no, they're all yeah. there. I they're I yeah. played twenty eight times and I've won fifty seven. 
percent. Ex- ex- okay. Say that, yeah. say you, have to, you have to say percent. You yeah. can't say I've played 28 times in 157. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that right there, you ultimate what's cheating your, right there. What's your percentage more? 57%. Oof, man. <laughs> hey, that's like in, in grade school, that would be good. Excuse me? Like if you got 57%, that's bad. That would be good? Wouldn't it? Like it's half. <laughs> Bro. You need to stop Ride that playing edge. Wordle. Riding that yeah. edge his whole life, eh? You gotta stop Riding, playing Wordle. Just on the edge of failure with everything you do. Yeah. Like, just on the edge. <laughs> right <laughs> in the line. At least it's half. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, I'm reading this story about French fry perfume. Excuse me? Yeah, so you know how uh, I always said that Catherine comes to bed often smelling like French fries? Because before bed, she'll rub apple cider vinegar on her feet. And then she crawls into bed smelling like vinegar. I'm like, mm, you smell like fries. Mm. It's delicious. But this actually. What's the health benefits of rubbing apple I, cider vinegar? I don't feet? know, man. You know? Apple cider vinegar apparently fixes everything. I don't know. I don't know. No, we use it in like salad dressing. No, no, no. It's just, no. It's apple cider vinegar in my house is uh-huh. for the body, it's not for the food. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I didn't know they made body specific apple cider vinegar. All, it's not body specific. It's just it's the apple cider vinegar you buy in the store. Uh-huh. You just rub it on your body. You mean the thing I oh. have with the pots and pans? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I've taken a shot of it before. Like that same kind? Yeah. But you got in your house, Catherine just uses it all over her body. Yes. Yeah. Huh. And is there just anything on her feet or like What's everywhere? that? Other places. Other places like her too. Like elbows and stuff? Yeah, like other places too. Huh. Yeah, apple cider vinegar is disgusting. It's uh, uh, isn't that the stuff where they're like, uh, the good stuff contains mother? Isn't that what it is? Excuse me, what? apple cider vinegar? Am I right about that? I believe so. Do you know the do you know the chunky stuff in the bottom? Uh-huh. I think that's called the mother. No, it's not. <laughs> I think it is. Hold on here. It's not I'm like always, bits of apple or something. I'm always grossed out by look at by Deepa's face right now. Deepa, have you ever do you use <laughs> apple cider vinegar, Deepa? No, and I also don't understand why anything at the bottom of that would be called mother. That yeah, doesn't here, sound here, watch. Right. <laughs> yeah, because if you look on the bottle of apple cider vinegar, it'll mm-hmm. say contains mother. And then what is the mother in apple cider vinegar? What is the mother? Apple cider vinegar is made through a two-step process. First, yeast is added to apple juice to break down the sugars and da-da-da-da-da. Then a bacteria is added, which converts the alcohol into acidic acid. Okay. The bacteria is what is known as the mother. So that chunky stuff in the bottom, the good stuff in the bottom, that's why you don't shake apple cider vinegar, right? You're supposed you're to leave. You're supposed to shake it? No, you're supposed to leave all that down there, I think. The mother? Uh, it's called mother. Yeah. Is that not the most, like, disgusting, like... Well, what would you rather, bacteria? No, but just calling something mother, Make up right? a name. Like, like I only, want, I only want this stuff with mother. You know what I mean? It's just uh, super, it's super yeah. weird, call it right? <laughs> it's super weird. It's just like the difference between, like, you know, somebody asking you to, you know, call me daddy or somebody asking you to call me dad, yeah. right? Like, there's a huge difference hey, in there, right? Hey, so go right? back to this thing about um, smelling like fries. Oh, yeah, the perfume. <laughs> Sorry, I, I got oh, sidetracked. I got sidetracked by mother. <laughs> mother. Wasn't it Mike Pence who calls his wife mother? Yeah. Is that does, who it was? Yeah, yeah. yeah. mother. Get the perfume. Uh, shush, don't you rush me. Okay, I'm in the middle of something here. Uh, Idaho Potato Commission decided to celebrate Valentine's Day by uh, launching a potato perfume. Now it's called um, Freets by Idaho. And beautiful name. And now you would think that there is an artificial way to sort of create the smell of potatoes or French fries. Yeah. And, but it's not. There's no chemicals. It's made from distilled potato. Oh, straight up. Straight Ew, up. Right straight up. Straight up distilled potato. 
Yeah. Whatever deep fried fries are delicious. You don't think You'd... that smelling No, but French but fries like Why smelling like french fries to like smell like french fries is the purpose of it to like make you want to eat your no. No. I retract my statement. I'm not going to finish <laughs> that statement. I apologize. Yeah, dude, but you're I words, 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 stop. I, you know what? I would try that. You would, huh? Absolutely. Wouldn't mind smelling like French fries. But yeah, you'd, want, you'd want your partner to wear it, not you. I wouldn't mind smelling like fries all day, though. No. Yeah, but wouldn't you love smelling that on Jenna? But didn't they also, who, didn't McDonald's just release quarter pounder candles the other day? Yeah, and Canadian Tire really? released one that smells like allegedly can Canada, but it smells like tires. It smells like Canada. Oh, it smells like a Canadian what? tire? Like yeah. it smells like the, the rubber that all Canadian tire stores smell like? Yeah. I do enjoy that smell. You think? <laughs> so do I. I really do. But the, the quarter pounder candles, apparently, one, one candle smells like sesame seed bun, one smells like ketchup, one smells like pickles, one smells like cheese, one smells like the onion and then one smells like the beef and they tell you that you have to light all of them at the same oh time <laughs> no, no thanks the Roz and Mocha Show podcast podcast Roz and Mocha's hell of a story Anna uh, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show thanks which one's Roz and which one's Mocha uh, Mocha brown Roz white Lovely. Okay. I love that. <laughs> I'm Hannah. I'm I'm black. Singing it. You. Uh, Hannah, it is so good to have you. So, where does your hell of a story start? My hell of a story started when I met this guy. He pursued me for so long, and then I said, "You know what? I'll give him a chance." <laughs> Charity work, you know. Anyway, I uh, fell in love. Everything was amazing, perfect. He was the best guy ever, but we were long distance. So to, for me to get to him, it was a four-hour flight. Wow. And I was going back and forth every six or so weeks. And then I went to myself, you know what? I'm going to go visit my man. <laughs> oh, just like a surprise. And just a little pop-up on him, but from a good place, like just because I missed him. Mm-hmm. I go to make his bed and I see a long blonde hair. You are not blonde, by the way. I do not have that. Now, when you say you go to make the bed, had you already slept in the bed? Like, is this the sort of next no. morning? No. No, it was fresh. Did you have a key for his place? He was in the house. Oh, okay. He was in the house on oh. his PlayStation. Oh, okay. Lovely. <laughs> um, he did not even have the decency to change the bed before I got there, oh. which well, is he, fine. He had to clear that level he was on. <laughs> right. I got the blunt hair and I was like, should I say anything? Should I not say anything? <laughs> I was contemplating. I was doing like the calculations in my head, you know? Yep. Trying to be trying to be smart. And then I thought to myself, why don't I find every single blonde female that he is connected with? <laughs> oh so I went through his Facebook friends. Yeah. <laughs> I went through his, I think it was like a thousand or so Facebook friends. Wow. At the time, I eliminated all the men and then I did it by hair color. So everyone had to be blonde. Everyone had to be in the same city. (laughs) And (laughs) I had an age bracket. So between a certain age. And then I did it within like vicinity. So could it be um, (laughs) in his house? You like work for the FBI, huh? You know what? I've been told a couple of times that I should go work for them. Okay. Okay. So (laughs) so you you have the hair. So what did you what did you discover? What did you realize? I found one lady that fit all of the criteria, the age bracket, the vicinity, the hair, everything. And what so and you were like, got him. I got that. Got that trifling ass. <laughs> that one he was with right my man. In my palms. 
So, but I was still a little bit sneaky. I didn't have him in the exact spot that I wanted. I wanted to be a hundred percent sure with no doubts. So that night I grabbed his phone. I text, I found her name in his phone, in his contacts. I texted her from his phone, a simple good night, yeah. 20 minutes apart. She replies, good night, baby. I can't wait to see you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. Damn. Got him. <laughs> I did get him. I did so what happened? Him. So he was already um, in bed, nude. Yeah. So I grabbed the phone from the living room. I calmly went to the room. I said, hey, your your baby wants to say goodnight to you. Gave him the phone and calmly walked out of the house. He came running on the street, bare bottom. <laughs> no. Oh, man. He even put on his underwear. Nothing. Oh, running out of the house screaming, it's not what it looks like. This is <laughs> this this looks so bad, but nothing happened between us. We're just friends. He didn't know about the hair though, right? No. He didn't know any of your detective work was going on. He didn't know about the hair. So did you then just dip or did you explain to him what your process was? I didn't I never explained until I made that TikTok with the 13.2 million views. Yeah. I have never spoken about it with him in my life. Has he reached out? No, but his friend, his work friend, he reached out and she said, oh, ha, 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 is it so-and-so? But she knew. Oh, so the wow. Reached out. So everybody else knew, just not you. Everyone knew. The housemates knew. The work friends knew. His soccer team knew. Everyone knew except for His me. His soccer team. Yo. <laughs> it's not cool. Trifling man. asshole hanging out with all the trifling <laughs> assholes. I, I need to know, would it have not just been easier to walk over with the hair and go, I know you're screwing around and then just walk out the door? No. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nope. So, so what? So, what do people want to know? Because now you're like lead detective that everybody is looking towards, right? So, what? What are the questions that you're getting as far as advice or tips that you have? Uh, what are? What are? What advice are you giving to people? What have you learned? What tricks do you have? Oh, I have so many. How to find deleted messages, if need be. Uh, how do you find deleted? Wait, 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 wait. How do you find deleted message? Like what? Like what kind of messages are deleted? Anything that's in the text. Give us that. Give us that tip right now. How do you find it? Okay, you have to be an Apple user. Yeah. Okay, you go to Finder. Yeah. Yeah. Is your iMessage connected to your MacBook? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You go to Finder. You type in archive. Right. In the search bar. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's the word right there. Yeah. Archive. Archive. <laughs> that archive. is it. Panacea, <laughs> Do you know how many people right now are turning their cars around? Yeah. But before, but before they go home, they're stopping at the hardware store to buy a hammer, right? A little bit of tape, a bit of rope. Oh no! Okay. Smash that hard drive. So you look for iMessage archives, and then you can figure it out from there, huh? Yes. Wow. Wow. One Good. negative thing. Yeah. Apple got rid of this feature in the last update. So oh, if you have really? something older. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Then you can find God, everybody. Everybody people, like updating now. Yeah. Some people are like yeah. sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> System refresh. Where's update, the power cord? Update, update. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this was a hell of a story. And uh, I, I thank you so much for sharing it. Well, your, detecti sure. your detective work definitely paid off. Uh, Hannah, thank you very much for sharing with Crazy. us. And uh, thank you for joining us on Raz and Mocha's Hell of a Story. A pleasure. 
The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yo, we're going to talk to this guy named Matt. He's on hold right now. Uh, he lives in Australia, and um, he's going viral for what happened at his girlfriend's place. So they, they get tipped off by somebody that there's something in the attic. Like, literally, somebody who's like, you need to check the attic. And what they found when they went up to the attic was like a stalker shrine. Like, there's a shrine in the attic uh, dedicated to somebody where there's, like, articles of clothing and photographs all taped to a brick wall. And then in, like, little Ziploc bags, there's things presumably that belonged to or had been used by whoever this guy was, like a cigarette butt and like some gum in a bag, and then they I think pants too, like pants jeans or something. Like and that. then and then and then they just said in others there was just quote unquote liquid. <sighs> um, but it's a full like stalker shrine that had been in this attic for years. Yo, Matt, what's up, dude? Uh, it's Razamoka. Good, good. Yourself? Uh, we're doing good. Is your girlfriend still living at the house? Uh, well, she's currently in Montanart, actually. So, funnily enough, so yeah, still pretty fresh. Okay, so. You get tipped off by somebody that there's something in the attic, right? That's the story. But, okay, first let's start off with who tipped you off that there was something in your attic? Like, that alone is weird. Yeah, like, I mean, we were sitting out the front of the house and uh, the previous tenants, so the people who used to live in it before us, walked past me like, hey, what's up? We used to live here before you. Have you checked out what's in the roof? And we were like, no uh what do you mean and they were like you need to get up there there's some there's some weird stuff up there there's a bit of a football memorabilia and we were like oh no way so uh we sort of sat on it for a few months didn't really give it a thought and then a few months you didn't even go up there that same day yeah i know i just it just sort of sat and it was sort of you know we were a bit sus but like you know it was it was just yeah up there the whole time and last week we went up and sure enough there it is sitting on the wall so uh, yeah, a lot of creepy items. So it looks like it, it's been described as a stalker shrine, and it's very accurate description of what it looks like because there's just it's a brick wall with all of these things pinned and hanging off this brick wall, and like there's a leather jacket, there's a couple of uh, like soccer shoes, uh, but then all the stuff in baggies. What was in the baggies? So they were singular used items. So I'm talking used Band-Aids, used soap, strands of hair, um, weird liquids as well. So I'm talking there's a, there was a bag full of like red. Um, we don't know what it is, but uh, it kind of resembles blood. And then um, there were like uh, yeah. photos that were pinned up to the wall as well, right? And it, the, the photos, were they of the same person or were they photos of different people? So it looked to be the same person just taken multiple times. So one looked like it was on the beach and then there was another one looked like it was just somebody on the football field and then they just had the negatives just hanging above it. So it was very, very evenly placed. Who, and, who, was, it yeah. a, who was it a shrine to? So it seems to be a Australian rules football player from either the 80s or the 90s. So a bit unusual. I reckon it's been sitting there for about, I'm going to say, a good 30, nearly 40 years. Wow. Okay, so you guys see this stalker shrine in the attic of your girlfriend's place. And immediately after that, you do what? You call the cops, I, I assume, obviously. Uh, no, you, you go and put it on TikTok, apparently. So, oh. <laughs> um, you haven't called the cops yet? <laughs> Uh, no, 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 we have, we have. So uh, pretty much we were like, okay, we'll, we'll call the landlord. So we we'll, we gave the uh, real estate agent a call and they were like, no, nah, 
chill out. It's all good. Um, they know about it. Like apparently it was renovated like three or four years ago and the builders let them know. And then they just said, eh, do what you want with it. So they know, knew about it, but not <gasps> to the full extent. Um, and so we were like, yeah, not a good enough answer. So we have um, here in Australia, we've got like a, like a non-urgent police line. Yeah. Um, and we end up calling them and they're like, well, is there a body there? And we're like, nah, not nobody, but like still pretty concerning. And they were just like, yeah, if nobody, we can't help. So unsatisfied, we went to the police station and showed them all these images. They were like, okay, we actually do need to put it in a report. So finally got there in the end. But yes, it was, it was reported to the police. Like nobody wanted to know like, hey, maybe we should find out who this Aussie Rules football player is and just see if the man's okay. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. I'm thinking, you know, um, this could be something, this could be linked to like, you know, a a really, really old cold case. And, you know, hopefully we find something out about it or might be left a mystery. You never know. Wait, wait, wait. Hold, on, <laughs> hold on. Matt, you didn't then go looking online to see if this Australian football player is still around or like what he's up to today? Uh, we did, yeah. We, 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 we still can't figure out who it is. Um, oh, okay. So it may be linked to like a country league or something like that. Did you open the bags and stuff? Oh, I'm not touching that. I'm not touching you didn't touch anything any up it. there. But yeah, no, we're. Uh, I think we're just gonna leave it until either the landlord or the police, you know, take it down. So it's so, still up. It's still up there. I can't believe. I don't no. know what's going on, man. Listen, okay. <laughs> I, I I don't. I only know. Truth be told, okay. I only know like what I know about Australia from what I've seen in in movies. Yeah. Uh, okay, but I. I I, I need to know what is going on now that um, there's three people who have lived in this house now who knew that there was a stalker shrine in the attic and nobody has pulled it down. It's kind of eerie to think that it's just sort of hanging up there sort of among us while we're living downstairs. So, But like um, you yeah. just like but, uh, like you just like go about your day like you have a little bit of breakfast, you go to work, you and your girl come home, you kick it, watch a little Netflix, and then you go to bed with the shrine still upstairs? Yeah, pretty Dude. much. Okay. <laughs> yeah, With a little plastic baggie stuck to the wall yeah, that may or okay, may not have bro. blood in it. Yeah, dude, I was just gonna say, okay, <laughs> like you, like, I, I, and again, I don't, I don't know a lot about Australia. Okay, I, 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 they're from what I understand, you're a lovely people. But now that I learned that three groups of people can live in one house and sleep soundly, knowing that there's a bag of blood taped to the brick wall in the attic, I'm starting to think differently of you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, as you should, as you should. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Matt in Australia, uh, thank you so much for joining us on the Raza Boga Show to uh, to talk to us about the the stalker shrine that you discovered in the attic of your your girlfriend's house. Yeah, no worries. Thank you very much for having me on the Raz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is, my question is, got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Alex, hello, hello. It's Ronza Mocha. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, buddy. What's on your mind today? Well, um, me and my fiance need advice about marriage, mortgage, and kids. Oof. Yeah, you were this. Uh, hey, Ronza Mocha, fix my life. We recently got engaged uh, and are excited to start a family, but I don't know what steps to take. We want to get married, but don't want to waste money when we're trying to save for a house. We want to have kids, but can't picture ourselves having kids in a condo right now. We want to start planning for our forever home, but the prices are just too much right now. We're at a dead end and don't know what to do. What is the best order to do everything in? Hmm. So I assume that you uh, you guys have had multiple conversations about this. Yes, multiple. Yeah. Well, what's her take on it? We're kind of both in the same boat where we just want to do, like, the best thing and, like, 
financially. Are you saving money right now, though? Oh, yeah, we both are. Okay. Um, so you, you want to, so you're talking marriage, mortgage, and kids that, that stuff doesn't have to happen in that order. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, Mocha and I have over the years disagreed on certain things when it comes to marriage, uh, mainly the, the, the sort of waste of money that can that a wedding can turn into. When I say waste of money, I mean, it's a waste of money when you can't afford it. Right. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. no amount of money should be going into, um, feeding your fans and your, 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 your friends and family and renting a hall if you are looking to save for other things. That's just my opinion, okay? Uh, you're never going to get that. You're never going to get that money back. That money you can find later on or maybe you realize after a while that maybe you don't need that kind of thing. Now, that said, that doesn't mean you guys can't get married. If being married is important to you guys, say before you have kids, you can go down to City Hall and get married, okay? Um, but marriage and weddings are two different things. If you say that you're saving for a wedding, a mortgage, and kids, then that's different. Yeah, we were mostly thinking about the wedding part. Okay, so... Let's put a pin in the wedding. Um, you can have a kid anywhere, man. And yeah. if you're worried, if you're wondering right now when the best time, if you're like, okay, we are going to sit here and we're going to talk about this constantly. And then we're going to try and figure out when that best time is going to be both financially and in life and security and house and all that other stuff. Uh, when it's the best time to have the kid, that time will never get there. Yeah. Okay. Like, you're- are you two like pretty eager to have a child first or like right now? Yeah. I mean, like, we, we want a kid, and, yeah. like, we want to start a family, and we're just really excited for, like, to just start all of that. So we we also don't want to bring them in a, in a condo, right? We want a big house with a backyard. Everybody and, does. Everybody does. Yeah. Yeah, but, but you're not going to always get that. Or you're not going to get it right away, right? Yeah. And you, you said yeah. your, your concern was having a child um, in the condo that you guys are living in right now. A lot of people... Um, live very long lives with children in apartments and or condos, right? Yeah, that's true as well. Yeah. Why don't you, I I understand, I understand, you know, wanting to sort of own and you got to, you know, you want to own that place, but maybe there's better things to do with your money than trying to come up with a monster down payment, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe find a place to rent and save and you guys can have a kid in a rental and then you can move out of that rental and find another rental that you when you can uh, you know able to afford a little bit more maybe you're renting a place right now and then you get a raise or you know after you have the kid you you know your your girl goes back to work and then she gets a bump in pay and then you can afford a little bit bigger of a place and you go and you rent that place the the idea of throwing money away right now uh, on on renting something it's not that let's not like it used to be that conversation doesn't even exist anymore uh, and and just be smart with your like if if saving for your future and all of these things, you have to start now. And if if taking on a mortgage makes financial sense, which I'm getting the sense that it doesn't for you guys, you'll be house poor. Mm-hmm. But you know you'll own yeah. you'll own, but you'll be house poor. Uh, nobody wants that life. Like at at all, there's there's a freedom that you guys can have with having a kid and just sort of renting around for a little while, and you'll be fine. You will be fine. There's there's no reason that you can't have a kid in a condo, man. Yeah, no, it's the way you put it. No, it makes sense. I think that you're. Wow. I think that you're. You're trying to like you know. And I'm not saying that you're trying to come up with excuses, but you got a lot of things in your way because I think that you think that you guys as parents are going to fail. Well, yeah, of course that's one of our worries, and I mean we just want to bring them into obviously the best possible life yeah do you love so, each other you love each other oh of course okay yeah you, you gotta well, you, where do you live right now a condo yeah is that condo full of love of course yeah that's all your kid needs yeah. 
Your kid, your kid doesn't yeah. need it. Your kid doesn't need. It's nice to have a backyard. Sure, it's nice to have a backyard. But ah, whatever. You walk down an elevator and you go to the park. Okay, so there, there you yeah, got that. You learn right? to figure it out quite quickly. Your kid, your kid doesn't need uh, like a, a basement and a pool table, man. Your kid just needs you to 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 love them and to kick it with them and to play with them and be a great dad. Like you're not going to fail your kid because you're a renter and feed and change. Yeah, it's not no, a fa- it's not it's not a, it's not a failure. It's not a failure. At all? Yeah, no, it's it's true. No, you're you're totally right, and uh, I think that's that's what we need to remind ourselves. Yeah, yeah. There's not a checklist that you have to things that you have to have in life before you can bring a kid into it. People always say, "Oh my God, I don't want to bring a kid into this life. I'm renting." Or no, no, you don't want to bring a kid into a miserable relationship. I get that. But if yeah. you guys if you guys love each other, who cares where you live? Yeah, no, that's great advice. Thanks a lot. Does that help, dude? Yeah, it really does. Thanks, guys. All right, buddy. You take care, man. All right. Thanks, guys. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Been a while since we've done this, Roz. Bras and Mocha's Vented Moments! Get it off your chest. Get it off your chest. Yeah, Bras and so Mocha's Vented Moments, y'all. This is, uh, we give you the show, we give you the platform. If you have anything that you need to just get off your chest, as we said, or vent about... Uh, maybe it's not something that you can say in front of the people in your world. You can't say it in front of your boss or your spouse or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be extremely petty, uh, and it could be something that you're not even willing to put your name attached to. It's just something you just feel a certain way, and you got to let it out. Uh, you don't have to give us your name. You can be completely anonymous, and we won't ask any follow-ups. We won't ask you who you are. You just come on the show take our audience and vent. What is your vented moment? Yeah, so I have beef with um, the callers that call in and ask you guys, well, are you going to ask me the question who my favorite is? Like, it just defeats the whole purpose of who is your favorite. And quite frankly, I think that those people should not even have their votes counted. Oh. And for all those people, yeah. And you know what? And for all those people that are like, Roz, you give great advice, but, you know, Mocha's my favorite. Like, what about Mocha's advice? He gives good advice. And how about people that are like, oh, Roz is so sexy, blah, blah, blah. Well, how about Mocha? Where's Mocha's love? Hmm. Like, it's just, it just defeats the whole, I think, integrity of the Ask Roz and Mocha, or like, you know, who's your favorite? And quite frankly, also, I think that those, yeah, those, those things shouldn't count. And, um... Yeah, that's it. I can't help so, but take this vented moment personally. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you want us now to go back, like, in the archives of the Razamoga show and figure out all the uh, who's your favorite, where the person says on the phone, aren't you going to ask me, and then, like, discount those ones? Yeah, absolutely. It's like asking you, like, oh, are you going to ask me who, like, are you going to ask me, you know, how my day was? Like, nobody, like, nobody cares. Have 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 I hurt you in any other way that you need to get off your chest? Roz, no, you haven't. Okay, good. But it's just like, <laughs> but it's, yeah, it sounds like Mocha doesn't get any love. I feel like uh, are you Mocha's like advice? I know we're not supposed to. I know like, we're not supposed to jump in. Okay, during the vented moments here, but are you seriously to. on our phone telling me Mocha doesn't get any love? Yeah, none. Zero. No, he gets love for like his laugh and how he's funny. Yeah, but I feel bad that no one says, oh, Mocha's good looking or Mocha gives good advice. So let's just, everybody gets everything then, right? <laughs> Yo, no, so no, 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 no. So I just think that it should only count if A, you guys ask, and B, I feel like Mocha should get a little bit more love than what he gets. Oh, his laugh. Mocha, okay. my, I agree. Mocha should get all the love. But again, I'm just like, I can't help I but take this personally. You know what I mean? Like, 
No, you're good, Roz. Oh, yeah, I'm good. Thanks. That's uh, but not sexy like me. <laughs> yeah, not, but not, obviously. Before obviously. we let you go, between obviously. Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Because this one's going to count. Roz. Oh. oh what? Really? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on yeah, a second. Roz. <laughs> Yo, Hold on a second. After you just... Hold on a Vented about how I don't get love and nobody says I'm the favorite or that I'm sexy. I ask you who your favorite is and your response is Roz? I thought I had yeah. this W right here. No. Nope. It's Roz. Wow. <laughs> Period. End of story. I'm not going to get into it, but I just feel like everybody who asks, oh, are you going to ask me the question? It should not count. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And, and those that say Mocha, they should give other reasons other than, oh, because his laugh and because he's so funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, because this was vented moments, this one does not count because it wasn't like a That's regular. <laughs> thanks. Okay, thanks. Thanks. That's just, yeah, that's great. <laughs> Thank you for your vented moment. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I need you to watch my back real quick. Why well, was happening? My enemies are out there. Oh, my enemies, my enemies. My uh, enemies, they're out to get me. Simon Levive, the Tinder swindler, uh, has joined Cameo. Cameo, for anybody who doesn't know, is a place where I, celebrities, the notorious, uh, whoever you are, can go on there and you sign up, uh, you make an account, and then you charge fans money, and then you give them or their loved ones uh, personal greetings. You can mm-hmm. wish happy birthday. You could say you know stuff to the to their whole office, wedding proposals. You can tell somebody off. You can dump somebody, and you can get a celebrity to do it. So uh, Simon Levive, the Tinder swindler, is in fact now on Cameo. Trying to make money legit. Yeah. So here is, I guess, this is his announcement on Cameo, right? Yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm so excited to be here on Cameo. I'm Simon Levive. If you want any any blessing, anything, birthday, whatever, shout out. I'm so excited to be here. I wish you a great and a magnificent day, everybody. Take care. And how much does he charge? What's he charging here? Fourteen hundred bucks? Is that is that is that what it is for business? So it's three hundred for personal, and then fourteen hundred dollars for seven dollars if you want to DM him. Uh, what, you have to pay him to be able to DM what? him. Like, yeah, or, does he that... DM, does, or does he DM you back? You just you can write a message. It's his choice whether he writes you back or not. But it's seven dollars if you want to send him just, just a, send him a message. message. God, it's really? like Canada Post. <laughs> um, so weird. So I would, I'm like, okay, so if you get the Tinder swindler, right? Like, I, yeah. I, I always want to know how lenient these people are. Like, could you get them to be like, you know, talking about enemies and stuff like this? Like, yeah. would he do it? And I guess the rules on Tinder is that because if you well, don't. Well, the guy from Succession will be in character if you ask him to tell people. That's, off. that's right. That's right. Uh, oh, but that's different. This guy, we're talking about a man who allegedly swindled $10 million from various women, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, but so here's an example of uh, of one of Simon Levive's cameos. And this is what I'm paying how much? $300. Hi, everyone. Here is Simon Levive for my bed. <laughs> Hello, man from El Paso, Texas. Here is a tip. If she loves you, she will loan you $1,000. Watch your kid and let you go to Cincinnati so you can hide from your enemies. I love you all, El Paso. Stop driving crazy. I love you all. I wish you a great and a magnificent day, everybody. Take care. Damn. In that video, he was uh, shirtless under the covers. I wonder if the women who were featured in... Yeah, in the in the Netflix doc, right. like what they see this and what goes through their minds. Well, they like started, what are they thinking? They started a GoFundMe, right? 
Oh, did they really? I yeah, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, How much, much is oh, it to uh, make to make the money back? Is I, that what it is? I People, guess, you're shaking your yes. head, you know? Yeah, uh, they were trying to raise six hundred thousand dollars to split between the three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't checked the link recently, but it was doing pretty well. Hold on, let me see. I got just it to here. recoup the money that they lost. Yeah, to mm-hmm. Simon Levive. So so mm-hmm. far, they have raised a uh, hundred and forty thousand British pounds. So whatever that translates into, I think not I'm enough. The right one here, <laughs> no, not not <laughs> enough, not enough. Pawn your car. Pawn your car, my enemies. I love that woman that's uh, still selling his clothes, though. Oh, yeah. Oh. When she went, she says, spoiler alert, yeah. she was like, let me take all your expensive clothes <laughs> yeah. and let's make you some money. Yeah. Cameo's a weird place, though. Maura used to be on, cam- on Cameo. Cameo, and then they told him to stop. <laughs> well, no, but Cam- but- Cameo didn't tell Maury to stop. No, no, no. But oh. the problem that Ma- <laughs> Dan Maury ran into is that he was getting all these requests and wasn't fulfilling the request. Right. But then you still have to at some point. So he was then doing these Cameos for free Which is- after missing the deadline. Yeah. And then you went into debt because of which in theory i should have gotten cameo. in trouble for because i wasn't making any money on cameo <laughs> right. uh, how much were you charging on cameo ten dollars ten dollars wow and while i was on there much. i would have been <laughs> the cheapest person on cameo yeah because right now uh johnny fairplay from survivor fame charges fifteen dollars uh tom brooks from the 90 day fiance charges 19 william hung charges 23 Floyd Mayweather Whoa. charges fifteen thousand. Yeah, I was just going to get to that. Hold on a second. William Hung charges more money than David Morgan. Yeah, <laughs> but William Hung is cooler. Yeah, uh, Caitlyn Jenner is up there at twenty five hundred bucks. Snoop twelve hundred. Uh, Cube seven fifty. Jojo Siwa five hundred. What's the the amount of time for the cameo? Like how many se- is it? Thirty seconds max? Is there a maximum? No, you could do as, the video as long as you oh, want. Okay, okay, right? okay. But they you have to these celebrities have to get back to you within forty eight hours. That's what it is. It's a time constraint, right? So, so Snoop, you left off at Snoop. He charges how much? So Snoop twelve hundred bucks. Wow. Uh, Ice Cube seven fifty. Jojo Siwa five hundred. Oh. Uh, Bethany Frankel, three forty-nine. Floyd Mayweather, fifteen grand. Wow, Whoa. fifteen grand. And he did that because he wanted to be the most expensive on there. Of course, Floyd Money Mayweather. On. Listen, Floyd, if I'm paying you fifteen grand, you gotta yeah. read like a full novel to me. Right, <laughs> right. But but does, did we establish whether Floyd Mayweather can read or not? Did, no, remember? he really can't. Oh my God, <laughs> Roz, no, 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 no. no, no it, that's a known thing. It's a well-known thing. No, no, no. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that what Fifty what? Cent used to say? Right, yeah, that he can't wasn't, read. It, wasn't it Fifty Cent? That, because that, that was the, the ammo that Fifty Cent used against. Like they were best friends at one point, right? And then Fifty switched and was like, hold when on, they hold. got into their big fight, they were like, <laughs> okay, Fifty went in hold and on, hold on, I need to was telling everyone how Floyd Mayweather can't read hold or on. he doesn't read well. I, get, I, get, right? I have to find. I have to find this. Sean, I have to find this, this this one stat. Yeah, what it is is that um. Floyd was in a was at a, a radio station in the United States and he was doing uh, radio promos and struggled to read. That went viral. That's why Fifty Cent started making fun of him. Oh, right. And but then, he can read though, right? Can he or he he just can't? He well, know. don't you remember? Hold on here. I gotta find. <laughs> the, I gotta find. I gotta find the the exact. I have to find the exact number here because Floyd Mayweather wound up turning it down. Right, and I think that it was. I think that Fifty Cent. Offered Floyd Mayweather seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars to read one page of Harry Potter. And <laughs> oh no! And Floyd turned it down. Oh damn! <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Want to see get Roz get worked up? Oh no! What I do now? It's not what you did. Oh. It's a story that I read today. Oh, here we go. 
that Disney is getting into real estate. <laughs> okay. What do you mean? Explain. Okay. They're they're creating residential uh, community developments across the U.S. and like, but not at, like on dis like not within the park confines. Not within the park. Like they're building their own gated Disney communities. Correct. Oh, for God's sake! And they are start. Look at Deepa, so excited. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. This is a dream come true. And they, and they are starting yeah. with one area in California that where um, Walt Disney, the actual Walt Disney, lived. Okay. Okay? Yeah. It's called Story Living by Disney. And what they released reads this. Uh, Story Living by Disney, which will see Disney create these communities that will be designed by the same team behind the company's theme parks. The plan, so before you get too excited, Deepa, the okay. plan is to pitch the communities to adult fans of Disney with some built specifically for individuals age 55 and up, while oh. others will be geared towards people of all ages. The first neighborhood plan, which is expected to cover 24 acres, will offer shopping and dining options as well as a hotel near the beach. So they're building a retirement community. For adult Disney fans, yeah. But then they're going to expand with these other communities around the country, I guess, once they get this one off yeah. the ground, will be open but up to. I'm curious to know, other aside people. from obviously the price of those things, yeah. uh, I'm curious what what would also make it Disney. Like, is, like are are the aesthetics Sorry. of the homes going to be sort of Disney esque? The aesthetics are they... around the property. Yeah, they're like Mickey ears and no, looks, there's not. Yeah, no, looks, there's it not. It looks really? very much like Disney theme park when you see some of the concept <laughs> designs. Oh my gosh! Can you like custom build, custom order? Like if I was like, hey, I need a fully themed Princess Jasmine mansion. Is that something that they would do, but or is it just standard? But, dude, but you know that you could do that to your own home now, though. Nothing stopping I mean, you. Um, I think my husband. <laughs> so, okay. so it's a Disney it, community without the law. Yes, that's I think that's what no, you're saying. Not without him. I think it would take a lot of convincing and a lot of sit down chats to get him on board. But I think I think my convincing skills are at that level where I could make it happen. I tr and I th I think that we have to clarify here. This is not a goof for you. If somebody did give you the opportunity to live in a Princess Jasmine house, you would jump at the opportunity. Oh, 100%. That's like, I wouldn't even think twice about leaving to go do that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like in Agrabah? A what? In the a palace? What? Is that the name in of the place? Agrabah? Agrabah? Yeah. Have you never seen Aladdin? I, uh, no. Roz. No. You're kidding me right no, now. not the original Aladdin. No, I have not. I have I mean, not. they even say it in the seen, new version I, but of I haven't, Aladdin. I haven't, I haven't seen Lion King. I haven't seen. Well, yeah, you haven't watched the original Lion King. No, I haven't. I didn't see the original Lion King. I didn't see the original Aladdin. I didn't. That explains see, a lot. It explains what now? Oh, man. It explains why you're not what happy now. David, didn't know my mic why you're not joyful? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> here, let me show you. Just uh, there's a couple of photos let me here. See here. We're talking so, about. Uh, by the way, if you're just joining us, um, hello. By the way, uh, Disney is starting to develop. Um, like, like residential communities, communities like yeah. residential communities, all that sort of look like. So here's one photo, right, yeah. where it's like a, a common area, I guess. Right. And see people are sitting in a restaurant and on the side of the restaurant, there's a photo here that's Disney related. Yeah. The Mickey ear kind of theme that I was talking about and some of these designs that are in the common area here. Yeah outside so it's too bad smurfs didn't take off uh, as well as disney did because i'm sure maury would love to live in a smurf village you, you know I what love i mean that. <laughs> tiny little shirtless dudes and no women <laughs> blue. the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh the academy awards have a host huh mm -hmm. three hosts 
Um, listen, I've lost all but a tiny amount of interest in the Academy Awards. Uh, so uh, Regina Hall, Amy Schumer, and Wanda Sykes will be your three hosts for the Academy Awards. I like them, but I don't know if it's uh, enough to get me excited about watching the award show. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I like dip in and out of that show. Hey, has Kevin Hart not apologized enough? Uh, or has he been redeemed, or has he uh, everything else where they would then reconsider Kevin Hart to, to host that? Cancel culture won't allow him to. I don't know, man. Was, I mean, he's on it. It was his a, choice to leave. It, no, no, it was, but he knew what was happening, though. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, because they wanted, I, th- I believe at the time, they wanted, like, another apology from him, and then he had said, listen, man, I've apologized for this, uh, you know, before, and all of this stuff. I don't I don't know. But to me, that that's where they, like, that. that's the... But the fact that he probably won't get the chance again, but mm. yet his career is fine now, right? Oh, yeah. Like the world is sort of like f- gone past. Am I wrong to say that the world has gone yeah, past? A thousand percent. He's been on other shows. He's done other things. Like he's back to being Kevin Hart again, right? He's in, like, he, he announced yesterday. Uh, like he's on Alan. He's going, he's doing he's going back on stuff, tour. Right? He's yeah. doing a multi-city tour yeah, across like, the like we're fi- Montreal. Like we're fine with Kevin Hart now, right? Like I don't know. Are we? I don't know. I, think so. I don't yeah. know. Everybody, I don't know. Yo, when he dropped that, that true story uh show yeah. on netflix yeah people were re- it was like one of the best shows of yeah. last year but that's not a controversy that follows him right currently right now right like you like people no. like as no. i don't read a lot about kevin hart like that doesn't nah. come up in the interviews and stuff Mm-mm. like this right so uh regina hall amy schumer wanda sykes will be your host and also twitter is partnering uh sorry um the academy is partnering with twitter mm-hmm. um to give fans a vote on what their favorite movie was of the year no yeah, but it will be on, it will be on the it's going to be televised uh-huh. so basically so like their fans choice award they're adding for... a, they're adding a fans choice award oh, and God, it's going to add to the broadcast then. and the movie doesn't have to be from one of the movies that are already currently nominated for best film oh so spider-man no way home so this could be you know spider-man no way home exactly exactly so i guess that uh so uh Beginning yesterday, Twitter users Twitter users uh, will get to vote for their favorite favorite films released in 2021, regardless of if the film was nominated for an Oscar. Using the hashtag uh, Oscars Fan Favorite, the film that receives the hmm. most fan votes by March 3rd will be recognized during the awards broadcast on March 27th. Um, and then the uh, they're going to take three actual Twitter users. I guess they'll find people randomly, and actually they will get to be part of the telecast as well. So they're going to get three Ooh. fans, three movie Can fans. Can I enter? Uh, to see, to, to, to do that. I, I still haven't watched Spider-Man, know. but I'm going to vote for it anyway. Yeah. Oh, sorry. This experience is not available in your area. Oh, you son of a... There you go. Come on, gang. Yeah. Oscar gang, gang. Yeah. What, what, what was, was Spider-Man your favorite movie this year? Like if you were to use... Well, I mean, I didn't watch it. Uh, oh, you didn't even see Spider-Man yet. Nah. Oh, right. There was a second spoiler from that movie that How have you I not seen it? You just don't go to movies and stuff, I yeah. guess. Eh? But now that things are opening up again, yeah. maybe I will. But there yeah. was a second spoiler that, I mean, I kind of figured, but I read about it last week and I was like, ah. Ah, uh, yeah. Got me. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, Tick, but, Tick, Boom was mine. What, Tick, Tick, Boom was yours? That was insane. Who's in that again? Spider-Man. What? Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Oh, oh, my God. I was like, huh? Yeah, it's Spider-Man, tick, tick, boom. Uh, Right? (laughs) 
the end scene credit? Yeah, yeah. After credit scene? Yeah, it's it's Spider-Man Tick, Tick, Boom. Um, yeah, you'll love it. What, you'll uh, love it. <laughs> what was your favorite movie of the year? You probably can't even remember. Oh, for God's sakes. I don't watch. even remember what I watched. Probably some, you know, Amazon Prime or Netflix romantic comedy, to be honest you with like you. Ghostbusters? Yeah, I don't even... Yeah, I like, I like Ghostbusters. I thought that was, really I thought that was good. Um, Free guy. Yeah, no, I didn't like Free Guy. You didn't? No, I didn't the like Matrix? Free Guy. Oh, no. no, I didn't like The Matrix. I mean, I liked one part of The Matrix. Did Remind you see The Matrix yet? I don't care for it, so you can no. spoil it all you want. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spoiler alert, everybody, take too, Matrix. It would, it would take too long to explain anyway. Uh, but no, The Matrix was fine. Oh, King I didn't, Richard, Spencer? I didn't see King Richard. I didn't see Spencer. I didn't see any of those movies. Coda. I liked that movie Coda a lot mm-hmm. on uh, on Apple. That was a great movie. The French Dispatch? No. Hey, I can't oh, watch that guy's movies, Solo. man. Last Night in, uh, in La- Solo? <laughs> <laughs> More. That's Maury's. What's one of Maury's movies? Last Night in Solo. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh oh. I automatically feel stupid when this song comes on. Why? I don't know. It makes me nervous. I'm not going to ask any questions. Thank you. I mean, I'm not going to give you any answers and have you ask the question. Thank you. Thank you. Um, David Mori had a chance to talk to Deputy Deputy Jeopardy champ Amy Schneider. Uh, Forty games she was on. One point three million dollars. Is what she wants. I feel Jeopardy. Jeopardy is so unfair when it comes to other shows. You know, like don't you feel that you win forty on Jeopardy, you should come out with a whole lot more than just like one point six. Like to me, that that is a feat. Like when you like clock the difficulty of shows and the difficulty of breaking one of those records on Jeopardy. And no, I'm not saying one point six is not a lot of money. One point three. Sorry, one point three is not a lot of money. But that's Jeopardy. I know. And you look at that. Like Jeopardy wins are harder than other show wins. And you look at that compared to some of the other champions in Jeopardy. Yeah. And she's like in fourth place behind Ken Jennings, who earned $2.5 million. That's a lot of money, yeah. Um, James Holzauer, Holzauer yeah. 2.2, uh, sorry, $2.4 million. Uh-huh. Matt Amadio, $1.5. And then you have Amy Schneider, 40 games, $1.3 million. Man. Uh, this is David Mori with Amy Schneider. Okay, I need to know, have you already received the $1.3 million? Now, does Jeopardy do direct deposit or do you get like an oversized check? What happens? New word, huh? Yeah. Direct deposit. <laughs> uh, they, they send a check. Uh, it's a pretty normal sized check with a, a, a unusually large dollar amount written on it. Uh, it's actually funny. We got that the day uh, that the last episode was airing, and we had gone to our friends to have like a watch party, a little like kind of celebration. Um, so we brought some champagne, and my girlfriend popped the champagne, and it kind of went everywhere, including onto the check <gasps> that we had brought to show them, no. uh, which was uh, disturbing. But you know, it was fine. We went the next day, got it deposited. There was there was no issue with the champagne being on it. You brought your check to a party? I know. Like what are you a, doing? Like, take a picture of it and just show everybody on your phone. Yeah. Right? Also, it's nice to know that Jeopardy pays up, like, ASAP. However, you can't be broke and smart and go on Jeopardy because they don't pay you out until your run is over. Mm-hmm. Like, what if you got gas bills that need to be paid, but you just keep winning Jeopardy? They don't pay you out until you're done. No, that I was know. months she I was know. on that show. Yeah, it's not like every two weeks. It's like, like a no. job, right? Every two weeks, you get a little bit, a little bit, a little yeah. bit, right? <laughs> 
The bill's piling up. Uh, it's Damon Moore talking to uh, Jeopardy champion Amy Schneider. When you get told you're going to be on Jeopardy, I imagine you assume that you'll be on for one, maybe two shows, not 40. I'm assuming you you did pack a few ensembles to wear, a few outfits mm -hmm. to wear. Um, were you frantically running out at night to buy new clothes? Side note, I'm assuming 40 days of free room service also is a dream come true. Uh, well, uh, one thing is that the, uh, the hotel was not covered. So mm. that, that I was paying for the whole time. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, you know, that's, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, you know, they tell you to bring three outfits and they're like, if it repeats after that, people won't really notice that much. Um, but I'm a compulsive overpacker in any case. So I pretty much always had at least five or six and yeah, there was at least once. And I think more than once that, you know, they tape on Mondays and Tuesdays that that Monday night I went out to Target. I was like, I got to have something new for the next one. I can't keep repeating everything. That's pretty shocking. pay the hotel? Like normally on these game shows, it would be like, you know, contestants of whatever game show uh, stay at the Radisson. They don't pay the hotel? That's weird, right? That's super, super weird. I find that very odd yeah. for a show as popular as Jeopardy that has been on the air for as long as it has been yeah. and the amount of money they make in advertising yeah. dollars yeah. that they don't have like a that's hotel partner. That's interesting. Yeah, Where rooms that's are not, That's not in the budget, huh? Not at all. Okay, what is it like to be a millionaire? Like, have you changed your Starbucks order to be more fancy? Like, <laughs> what is it like? Because I'll never know. So take the mind of a millionaire. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's great. You know, like I definitely, like we don't, you know, we don't agonize about certain decisions about like, oh, should we drive or call the car? Well, you know, if we could just call the car. We can afford that, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but, you know, like I say, we're not trying to make too much of a change right now because, you know, like it's a, a, a fantastic amount of money, but like after taxes and it's like a one-time thing in the Bay Area, you know, it's not, it's not, you know, we can't retire off of this money. So we do need to, you know, it, but it gives me the chance to go out and try something new with that that sort of safety net of all that money. Uh, but like, yeah, it's not not by itself enough to just go live on an island. And your first purchase after you won was what? Uh, it was, um, I, th I mean, I think the first one was uh, a kind of fancy little hotel um, in uh, Half Moon Bay out here in, the, in California. Uh, just to kind of get away that weekend and kind of recover from all the all the insanity. Uh, so that was probably the first one. Girl, you know what I'm saying? So there you go. <laughs> uh, David Mori talking to Jeopardy champion. Uh, she was on the run 40 games. Yeah, Total of $1.3 million. That is Amy Schneider. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So Nick Cannon's been making the news lately. Uh, we all know that he is, well, the girl that he's with now. I think they're still together. I don't know if they're together together. Uh, uh, model, they are expecting it would be Nick Cannon's eighth child. Yes. I, like, I don't think they're together, together. As, in a, as in a couple. They're just having a baby together. Yes. Um, Nick Cannon is releasing an album on Friday. Oh, yeah? Right. Just full of all R&B songs. And for Valentine's Day, he released a song called Alone. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read to you the lyrics to the song first before I play it, okay? Okay. So the lyrics for Nick Cannon's new song, Alone, say this. I say I'm cool when I know I miss it. I'd trade it all for the case. If I could have you back. If I could have you. If I could go back to where we started at. As much as I want you back, it's probably better where you at. Because I'm still running the streets. 
I'm still all in the sheets, having babies, models and singers and actresses saying they're pregnant by me. He's mm. talking to, in this song, mm -hmm. to Mariah Carey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sounds like it, huh? Yeah. So, to take it a step further, Mariah Carey, back in the day, released a song called Love Takes Time, which Nick Cannon samples for his new song. Oh, he does? Yeah. Oh, so it's so, that on the nose. Yes, yeah, so oh, this is I the gotcha. original Mariah okay. song. It was a classic song, man. Couldn't see how to read it in your own. Now wonder feeling down and cold. Trying to believe that you're gone. Yo, back when Mariah could sing, sing. see why Nick Cannon would choose a song like this, right? Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. the words in this song alone. Like, he could probably re-sing this entire song and be like, yo, Mariah, this is for you. Uh, Nick Cannon and Mariah Carey also have kids together from when they were together for, what was it, eight years, I believe? Hashtag them babies. Right, Remember? yeah, hashtag them babies. Yeah. So this is the uh, Nick Cannon song called Alone. Understand what he's saying. I know that's the thing. The song kind of, the mix on it's pretty bad. That's why I had to read the lyrics to you. Hmm. Well, Maury, what do you got to say to this huge Mariah Carey fan? First of all, I found it funny. So when this came out yesterday, I kept checking Mariah's Instagram to see if maybe she would share something to her. She never shared anything to her story about this song at all. No, no she's not going to acknowledge it. But she wouldn't she have to, if somebody samples your song, do you have to give permission? Mm. Uh, no, not necessarily because she may not know, she may not own the rights yeah. to that song. And they're cool. Like, they still share the kids. Like, they're together all the time. So it's he's not still. like... <laughs> yeah, I know, though, man. That's like... I don't know. That's but like, tough. why after all this time That's for tough. Nick Cannon? Also, right? Mariah has a boyfriend. Yes. Her yeah, but why dancer. after all this time? Right? Is yeah. he unless because it is the fact that he's trying to promote this this album that he's dropping on Friday? Right. But why after all this time say, I really miss? Maybe us. he does. Maybe he does. But to put it out there, knowing that I guess we're talking about it, you know, knowing that it's not ever going to happen. <laughs> Listen to listen, man. There's no such thing as never going to happen. Talk to Kanye. And nothing is you on know? Brian Tanaka, Jeez. her girl, her boyfriend's you know? Instagram. You, what do you think Brian Tanaka is going to say something? I just wanted hey, to make Nick, sure. Great track, <laughs> man. <laughs> really love how you're still into my girlfriend. Yeah, P.S. Stay away yeah. from my girl. <laughs> like, what do you want? What's that guy going to say? Just checking. <laughs> Jesus. Have you checked a personal assistant, Sanji? Yeah. Is that I a don't... trash song, Shem? Oh my God. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty bad, you. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Totally right. bad. Pretty bad. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Nick Cannon released a song earlier this week. It was like a we had been playing a clip of it where you broke it down and we're talking about how this was a plea 
uh, sort of to get Mariah back, right? Yeah. Is that song what it was? called Alone, and he released it on Valentine's That's Day. That's what it was, yes. And what made it significant is that he samples... He sampled an old Mariah song. Right. Yeah. So if you're like, ah, this could be a love story about anybody, it's, he sampled Mariah, his mm-hmm. ex, on Come the on, track. Man. They got kids together. So Nick Cannon back on a show uh, talking about this song, which is called Alone, mm-hmm. uh, and whether it was an attempt to get Mariah back. You know, you realize, man, I really messed up. I had I had a, a, a probably the, the greatest situation. I have my dream girl, and I messed it up. So, don't don't clap for that. <laughs> no, but I, to be honest and vulnerable, I understand why you're clapping. So, the song wasn't really about trying to get her back. It was really se- it was taking ownership of what I did as a man and owning my flaws, owning and expressing it through song. Hey, does he still have that giant Mariah tattoo across th- his back? Oh, I think so. he does not. He no doesn't, more. He, he doesn't. Get rid of it? No, we covered it up years ago. Oh, really? really huh? With yeah, what? Oh, you had to, man. You always got it. And it's eagles always the way, huh? Yeah. Eagle or skull? Yeah, you have to because Flowers that that tattoo. Like that was if massive. you remember, it went from shoulder to shoulder, yeah, right across his back. Yeah, yeah, that was a massive tattoo. Yeah. So not a not a plea to get Mariah back then, right? What no. did he do when he says that he screwed up? What did he do? Did he step out on her? I imagine that's what he's talking about, right? Or he right? just wasn't like. Do pain. we know? No, please listen to what he says. He, screwed up. Yeah, when he, when when somebody said when a guy says they screwed up mm-hmm. like that, they mean it was there was another woman involved. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what he meant. Nick Cannon, right? Yeah. So I guess, yeah. I mean, I you know, there's taking ownership, and then there's taking ownership. It's not like he's sitting around miserable for the last how many ever years, though. <laughs> right. You know, he's rebounded a few times. A few? A few. But Mariah doesn't want that. Could you imagine Mariah now? Even if she wanted to, you can't have Nick Cannon around with all those other baby mamas that are driving you nuts. I know. Phone blowing up all weekend long. You can't do that. That's another Google Calendar you got to open. Oh, God. Yeah, you can't mess around with that. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. I'm done, man. I know. I'm just Me too. so, I'm so, I'm so done. I don't want to wear stupid boots anymore. I don't want to. I, and, and I don't want to have my hands cold anymore. Same. Right? I don't yeah. want to fight to get the recycle bin to the end of the driveway anymore. Yo, I don't wanna... can I tell you? Okay. I would like to think that I am doing my part. Handsome. Oh, sorry. Yes. For the days that we have garbage and recycling. <laughs> right. <laughs> God. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I have everything. What do you say? Do your part. What the hell more part do you need to do other than stick it at the end of the road? No, that's your part. I know, but like I take extra caution, extra care with the way I organize the garbage and the recycling. Right, right. And I will take boxes and I will flatten everything. I will tie them up nice. Yeah, but yours gets picked up just the same as the guy next door who doesn't, though, right? I know. Yeah. Which I don't think that. The two should be treated the exact same way. What do you mean treated differently? How better do you want to be treated by the garbage man? If stuff falls out of my recycling bin onto the street, 
Don't leave it there and take Thank off. You. Okay. Okay. Like pick it up. I gotcha. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah, or sometimes yeah. I'll put stuff in the recycling bin yeah. and then they'll empty it. Yeah. But then like they'll put the bins, they'll stack them, and when I separate them, there'll right. still be stuff in the bin. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or like my green bin, for example. Yeah. There was still stuff in there. Right. Like in the bottom. At the bottom. Yeah. It's not cool. Like, come on. <laughs> next, like, if I'm get doing, it next week. Maybe next time, fellas. No, no, no. If I'm oh, doing no. my part, okay, yeah. like, do your part. Right. I'm doing what I can do. Fair enough. Okay. Out of respect for your job. Right. Like, right. respect my stuff, bro. Right. Right. You respect my job. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Listen, man. Because then, listen, yeah. okay. if that's how you're going to treat my bins, <laughs> yeah. then guess what? what? I'm not flattening boxes no more. Okay. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. You're, I'm going to take those Amazon yeah, boxes man. full. Yeah. Like un, yeah, sure. Flattened, yeah. And just shove oh. them in the, shove just, them in, and step on them, yeah, with my boot to flatten yeah. everything down. No problem, no problem. So mad. I know you get treated the same way as the 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 lousy sob next door who doesn't even break down a box. Yeah, right. They just throw everything out it's there in so one mad. big giant pile. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. You poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, can I just say though, I feel so much better getting off, Do you? off my yeah. chest. Yeah, play the vented moments thing. I was you didn't. So... You should have done that, man. I know it's too late. It's not too late. I'm... It's not too late. It's not too late. Because vented I'm... moments on this show is a real. It's a, I. I love vented moments. We got to do another one real soon. Yeah, we will. Um, but I, I just feel if you have something to get off your chest, okay, you call us up. You don't even have to give your name. What Mocha just did right now, mm-hmm. how he feels that uh, he does too much work for the garbage men, mm-hmm. um, it, and it's not uh, it's not appreciated. He respects what they do, but he feels that they don't respect what he does. No, not at all. Calm down. Time to get it off your chest right now. Maybe you should talk about your problems. It does help. I promise it helps. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. How you doing? Good, man. That Kanye documentary is out today, is it not? <gasps> is it really? Is it? I think so. I didn't even know Isn't that. Isn't it? Oh, that's when amazing. Is it, when does it drop? Maury, help me out here. Today? It's out now. It's out now. Oh, we have any clips? Uh, no, um, there was one I heard this morning where it was, who filmed it all? Was it Russell Simmons? That started filming Kanye? It was somebody that started filming Kanye when he was, like, super young. I thought it was one of his uh, boys, like, one of the people no, that no, he no, no, grew because, up with that started filming. Everybody. I don't know. There was I was watching an interview with it. But you have to wonder whether the people at Netflix are looking at what Kanye has been doing lately, mm-hmm. if whether that's good for the doc or terrible for the doc. Um, I think... Maybe good because you think it'll, so. I don't know, man. Because it might intrigue, like how? Because this is not a documentary on on current Kanye stuff. This is like Kanye from back in the day before the world knew who. But he all really, the way up to current Kanye, up to current. Yeah. So maybe people would be intrigued to know what his life was like yeah. prior to all of this. Yeah, I right? don't. I don't know. I, I don't know if the way I'm I interested because this is three parts, right? Yeah, I think so. And they're they're like they're long too, yeah. really long. Uh, but what's it called? It's got a genius. Gr- yeah, but it's J E E N hyphen hyphen Y U S Y U S genius. What more? Yes, that's what it is pronounced as. Yeah. What did you think it was? Jean Niet. Like I thought it was like some <laughs> other language. 
<laughs> like you thought it was I, French? I'm not trying to be. I swear to God, I read it as Jean something. I didn't. Jean, yes. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. That makes mm. complete sense. Like, hold on, wait a second. Right, you, you thought, Florida. Hold on a second. You thought they made a documentary about Kanye's life with and gave it a French name? I thought that it was like translated to something else, like musical guy or something. <laughs> <laughs> Jean, yes. Is that what Jean, yes means in French? Musical guy. <laughs> musical hey, guy. look at that, uh, Jean, yes. Huh? <laughs> Super talented. Wow, I didn't know until Mocha said it. That's genius. <laughs> You're such a genius. <laughs> How many times have you looked at that? That's a billion times. That story's been everywhere for like the last month. Yeah, longer. <laughs> but when you put a space in something. <laughs> so uh-huh. again, again, it's spelled what, Mocha? J, uh, I think it's J-E-E-N hyphen Y-U-S. Right. Jean, yes. Which translates to musical genius. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Yo, Alex! What's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, going well. How about you? Good. What has you so stressed out these days? I'm just so tired of, like, group work and everything. (laughs) Group work. (laughs) Uh, How old are you, Alex? I'm 26, soon to be 27 in April. You wrote us this. Uh, Hey, Roz and Mocha, fix my life. Uh, I'd like to know how to communicate with my group in a kind manner instead of calling them out for their BS. I'm often rude in our group chat and need to know uh, how to filter myself a bit better when talking to people who don't put in the same efforts as me or procrastinate. So this is college work that you're doing, right? Yeah. Why are you doing group work, so much group work in college? It's because I'm in the early childhood education program. We have to learn how to work together as okay. a team. So, oh, no. okay. So, so he, here's my thing. Here's my thing with, with group work is I don't think group work should be assigned ever mm-hmm. unless group work itself is the assignment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which in this case, I believe it is. Which, right, which in this case, it's, it sounds, it sounds like it is. Um, the yeah. first thing you guys need to do when it, for me anyway, when it comes to group work is, uh, don't have every single conversation in group chat. You guys need to talk to each other and see each other's faces and hear each other's words. Right. Yeah. Um, so for me, when it comes to group work, I will, I will always sort of fight to be the, like the leader. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want to do all the work, right? So what I would suggest is is sort of take on the leadership role so they can see that there is a leader to the group, but then assign key things that need to be done to other people in the group. So you need to assign, and you all need to agree to it, you need to assign somebody else that is not you who's in charge of deadlines, you need to assign somebody else who is not you to be in charge of quality control, okay? And then what happens is you guys as a group get together and you talk about expectations and you talk about deadlines. And then that way you are in a leadership position, but somebody else is in charge of deadlines and somebody else is in charge of quality control, but you've all agreed what quality is going to be expected from people. Okay, and then that way you have other people who are making sure people get stuff done on time and you have somebody else who's making sure that it is up to the group's expectations. And then that way everybody has a job. Can you not like, I don't know, like play to people's strengths? Like how many people are in your in your group? There are four. So four of you. So can you not say, okay, you are great at this. Why don't you tackle this part of the work? 
person number two, you are wonderful at doing this kind of thing. Like, that's your expertise. Why don't you help out with that portion of the work? I could try. Yeah. The first conversation needs to be you guys all have to get together and talk about the expectations of quality of the work. And then that way it puts everybody in a position to understand what is expected of every single person in the group. Right. Yeah. And if there is a problem, like if you're dealing with a slacker, the wrong way to do it is in a group setting. The right way to do it is in an individual setting. So, okay. so if the problem, if a person is slacking and the problem is they've missed deadlines, the person who's in charge of deadlines has that conversation. So it's not always you coming down. Right. Where you start, you no longer you don't feel that everything is on you as the group leader. You give you give key positions to other people in the group and you let them do those jobs okay you know what i'm saying does that help or like does it make sense yeah it does (laughs) yeah do you think that these tactics will work with your uh your group i think so yeah okay i hate group work i hate group work i know you do anytime we do anything even even around here like i always fight to have the smallest group possible i know because people just want to like they just keep adding and adding and adding and then once you get a big giant group everybody has a big giant opinion about stuff and I i'm like I, I like a small group right yeah, like you can time for that you all can that. no you, nobody has time for that right i know it totally sucks yeah but you have to do it right alex i mean this is part yeah of your course. i know yeah and just remember for this assignment like look at it this way that the assignment is working in a group the assignment is not what you're tasked to do Okay, and I think that you guys need to you you need to all understand that that what you what this is this is a study in all of us working as a collective as opposed to what we're expected to produce as a group. Hey, what's wrong with the other people in your group? They just suck. No, they're just procrastinators. Like it's only one person though. And you're the one that's always bringing stuff up. It's like I'm pressured to bring stuff up. Yeah, other people. Yeah, don't they? They give everybody jobs. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hope that helps. Wait, aren't you going to ask me who's your favorite? Who's my favorite? Was this just a giant troll job to get on the radio so we can ask? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, Alex, between Ross and Mocha, who's your favorite? Uh, it's Mocha because you have like the evilest laugh, this cackle like that just like sounds so evil, and it makes me laugh all the time. <laughs> all right. I shiver. And shiver. Wow, shiver. Yeah, because it's like, oh, my God, it sounds so evil. Oh, okay. Well, Diablo. <laughs> thank you very much for that, Alex. Yeah, you're welcome. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. I'm looking at this story of how good-looking people have better immune systems. I don't, course, know, I don't even, I don't even know how they did are. this. I know. I have a filter. I, have a, I, I subscribe to all the feeds for good-looking people. Uh. <laughs> grab a chair and sit down for this one. <laughs> okay. Don't get me wrong; I think it's junk science, but I think that the I think that the headline uh, is worth it. How you uh-huh. feeling? How you feeling right now, more? I don't have that filter. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this brand new, brand new information. I'm, I'm not saying anything about Maury's no, looks at all. I'm going to die early. No, isn't no, no, it? no. I'm not saying anything about Maury's looks. I'm talking about Maury's immune system. Now you can put two and two together based on the headline. Like, I have an immune system. It's just not as good as yours. Nah, yours doesn't work <laughs> at all. Yeah, man, you, like, you got stuff going on, more. Mm. You got stuff going on. All right, let's hear about your good-looking stuff. No, I listen, I don't know how you're doing how they did that. This is, like, to me, it's just total garbage. But, again, you know, I fall for this stuff mm. all the time. You read all the information. <laughs> I read, I read so it all. Uh, they say that uh, they took pictures of 150 college students. From the neck up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sounds legit so far, right? And I know what what you're asking yourself. Who took these pictures? And, and like, who are these people? 
Please don't okay. say. Please don't say the metadata shows okay. it came from Maury's phone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're all of Maury. <laughs> Uh, okay. research, researchers took uh, pictures of 150 college students from the neck up. The students were not allowed to smile, and the women could not wear makeup. Then they tested their blood to see how strong their immune systems were. This sounds this totally scientific. Study. This sounds totally okay. scientific. And I bet you they poked them, too, when they weren't looking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, 500 people, meanwhile, had, the, had to rate how attractive each person was. And it turned out that the hotter ones had the strongest immune system. So the researchers took five, uh, took 150 pictures of college students from the head up, or not the head up. What am I looking at? The neck up. The neck up. Thank you. <laughs> the head up. That would be nothing. Yeah. Right? <laughs> A wall. Uh-huh. And then they had other people rate them. I didn't even think you were allowed to do this anymore. What college well, allowed science, this to happen? Can. For science. What for college? Science? No, like hell back no. in the day, you go on hotornot.com? Yeah, like that's what this is. This is hot or not. <laughs> and then they just prick people afterwards. <laughs> right? You can't. What college, what reputable college put out the call that they needed 500 students to judge the attractiveness of 150 other students? I bet you everyone signed up. You can't. But what I'm saying more is that you see what happens on college campuses and how fast there's an uprising when oh, anything yeah, like this time. happens. You can't suggest anything like this on a college campus. But it's for science to see your, about your no, immune system. No, 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 no. You can't do Would this. You so, sign up? So anyway, so they judge them, and then they, they I guess they rank them in order of good-looking to not good-looking, and then they match that with the uh, immunity test that they did, whatever that was, and then they determine that uh, the better-looking people have uh, better immunity, in fact. Science. <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Mocha. Yes, sir. My homie, are you ready? Of course, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do the news. Woo! The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, Adele was, uh, they finally released clips of the Graham Norton uh, show where Adele was doing uh, the interview. She taped it like a week and a half ago and where she really gets into what the hell happened to that Vegas residency. Let's talk about Vegas. What happened? How did it end up coming so down to the wire, like the night before? Yeah. How did that happen? I tried my hardest, right? I really thought I would be able to pull something else together, you know, in time, and that was why it was so last minute, which, you know, I regret, obviously, that I, I kept going with it until that late in the day. Um, but it, was just, it just wasn't ready, and there were lots of different reasons of why. There were COVID, you know, delays with pieces of the show. There were some things that weren't going to be arriving until the day of the show, so therefore I would never be able to see them or approve them. Um, so, that, that, you know, there were lots of delays for that. We, our manpower was down because I'm doing all this testing for, my, you know, for all my crew and stuff yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. and our carpenters who were there to fix and change things, you know, there and then, we had, like, hardly any able to come to work. And it just would have been a really half-hour show, and I can't do that. I can't. That doesn't... People will see straight through me up on stage being like, she doesn't want to be doing this. And yeah. that's not... I've never done anything like that in my life, yeah. and I'm not going to start now, you know? So, obviously gutted. But we're working our asses off literally 24 hours a day. I don't want to announce a new set of dates until I know that everything will definitely be ready. Yeah. Can you imagine? You don't do it again. Hey, so what happens to the set that they built? They're still like building it. They're, they're, they're still, still building they're, it Yeah, there. they're still building oh, wow. it. So here, here's play, play clip two because she talks a little bit more about, you know, what the expectations are for a Vegas show because fans really would be happy with anything, but that just doesn't cut it in Vegas. 
But, but also, I suppose when we think about you, we think about, you know, this voice, and you kind of think, if it was just you, a piano, a light bulb, and a mic, yeah. people would have been quite happy. Was, it, was that ever a possibility that you'd just go out and kind of go, look, guys, there's nothing? There's definitely... <laughs> there's nothing. There's <laughs> <laughs> me! No, there's definitely... There, there is a... You know, there, is, there, there was a part of the show that was like that, but I, I, I feel like I've always had a really great incline with my show. Yeah. Like, you know... I'm, I'm really comfortable in theatres, which is one of the reasons I'm so bloody excited about doing the Coliseum. Yeah. And then I nailed my arenas. I don't care what no-one says. Like, I went on every night loving doing my show because I knew it was a great show, like, yeah. you know? And then I did stadiums, and I did it in the round, which even my team were, like, worried about. I thought for a solo artist, I thought I bloody nailed it. I worked the whole room <laughs> in the round. <laughs> It was just—it was a stadium show, but we'd been on tour for so long with, you know, with the arena tour and stuff like that. And um, I don't want to—I just—I'm not going to try and do a stadium show in, in yeah. theatre, but it's Vegas. It can't just be me on my <laughs> guitar. <laughs> 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 so anyway, so that's that. It's got to be—it's got to be a little—a uh, little Vegas. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the family of cinematographers shot and killed on the set of that movie, Rust, uh, have sued Alec Baldwin and the movie producers yesterday, alleging their callous disregard in the face of safety compliance led directly to her death at a news conference announcing the lawsuit attorneys um, for her husband and her nine-year-old son said that Baldwin refused training for the type of cross-draw he was performing when he fired the gun that... Sh- that when he fired the bullet that uh, that killed her, they actually released like a I don't know if you saw it. They released mm-hmm. like a, a, a reenactment like animation video no, really. from inside the church set that they were using. Yeah, where like somebody walks up to like a uh, like a uh, an animated Alec Baldwin hands in the gun. He sits down and then the, the sort of camera pans around and you see where Helena was um, with the director and then you just see the animated Baldwin pull out the gun. Like they were he, they were close. Like really? they, they were maybe like, like I'm going to say 10 feet away. Uh like in later episodes of CSI? Yeah, that's exactly right. what it looks like. Where they would do something like that, like yeah. uh, the to to figure out the traje- trajectory of the bullet and like yeah, the possible happenings. That's exactly what they did. Uh, Baldwin's attorney responded uh, that any claim that the actor was reckless are, quote, entirely false. The suit filed in New Mexico um, goes on to say that uh, they showed text message exchanges between a camera operator and a producer with a compl- with a complaint over gun safety, and that complaint was met with what they call callous sarcasm. So a camera operator wrote the producer saying, we've now had three accidental discharges. This is super unsafe. The producer wrote back saying, accidental discharge of a firearm? Awesome. Sounds good. Oh, wow. Um, had proper protocols been followed, they say, Helena Hutchins would still be alive uh, hugging her husband and her nine-year-old son. They go on to say that it's clear what happened. Alec had the gun in his hand. And he shot it. Helena was killed. Uh, the complaint does not cite a dollar amount, um, but uh, their lawyers said that it would be, quote, considerable. Mm. So that's all happening now, because if you remember that Alec Baldwin had said that he didn't think that uh, from his lawyers, that he didn't think that any criminal charges would uh, be laid. So just these aren't criminal. These are civil. So mm-hmm. this is about they were just taking money. their time. This is money. Yeah. Right. This isn't criminal. So Baldwin, if he loses in this, he's not going to do time. But he they will. He, he and the producers. Uh, and this is will, just one of pay. many lawsuits that have been. Oh, yes. That have been yeah, filed. Like, yeah, Alec yeah. Baldwin and that production 
team and remember how sketchy and company he was? are gonna go like this is gonna years remember he wouldn't hand over his phone for a real long time yeah. too yeah it's crazy the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, uh, this was from when she was on with Andy Cohen the other night on Watch What Happens Live. And they talked about a lot of stuff. But the the one that the one question that was asked, it was asked by a fan was and we talked about this, which was at the beginning of all of this, when they said that they were going to be bringing sex in the city back, John Corbett said publicly, somebody asked him if he was going to be in it. He's like, yeah, I'm going to do a ton of episodes. Uh, Aiden, right? Aiden. Yeah. Yeah. yeah John Corbett. Right. Who plays Aiden. Aiden yes, yes, thank you. I couldn't remember the actor, the character's name. Uh, but yes, so Aiden had said that, yeah, I'm going to be back. I'm going to be in a ton of episodes. But then the whole season ran and there was no Aiden. Mm. And then the producers were like, he owes everybody an apology because he lied and, and all of this stuff. So they asked Sarah Jessica Parker uh, about it on Watch What Happens Live. Listen to this. First of all, where was John Corbett in And Just Like That after he said he'd be in several episodes? And would you be open to having Aiden make an appearance in season two? Um, uh, first, first thing uh, for, to answer the first part first, which makes sense. Um, so he said all that in. It, it was just, fun. Yeah. It was fun for him to say that. And when he actually reached out very kindly, because he's nothing if not a gentleman, and apologized for doing that as a joke. And then I was like, no, no, no. I mean, it's a free country, first of all, and second of all, it's. It was I good. thought it was kind of delightful and I kind of too. fun. Um, having said that, uh, I, I, I think he would be, well, I, I, I'm not going to, I mean, yes, all of it's possible. All of it's possible. Yo, you said a, what whole, does that lot, mean? a whole lot of words, but nothing. Yeah, Maury, what did you get from that? You're the huge Sex and the City fan. She, know, she knows more than she's saying of about she if there's a yeah. season two, and she realized at the moment, I can't say anything yet. Right. Would you like to see Aiden back on this show? Absolutely. I yeah. want to see, uh, in my opinion, maybe you disagree. I'd love to see everybody return if they can. What do you mean? For everybody? something. Like, I'd love to see Petrovsky, you know, back. I'd love to see Aiden back. I would love to see each character. Like, there are people who are missing. It'd be great yeah. to see them. Well, if they yeah. brought Aiden back, it would only be to potentially be a love interest for Why? Why, why can't she walk by and he opened a new bar and she happened to see him one day? Uh, because they're meant to be together. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. I know I'm going all the way back to season three. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Of the original run of the show. You go. Yeah, yeah. But like, the so two you were, of them. You, you were definitely Team Aiden, right? I was Team yes. Big. Yes. Yeah. You I know team... everyone. All oh, big, big, whatever, wow. dog. He big wow. was always there for her when when she needed a show. <laughs> Not because to cry he wanted on. to, though. <laughs> oh, okay. Why Don't forget, then? she. Spoiler <laughs> alert: she cheated on Big with Aiden when she traveled. Oh. Is that true? Dhabi. Is that true? Yeah. Is that true, Mocha? Because she wants to be with him. Trifling. They want to be, yeah, they want to be together. <laughs> yeah. But something about Big. I don't know why she keeps going. Well, I mean, because yeah. Yeah. Spoiler, right? your heart wants. <laughs> There's something about Big. I don't know why she, okay, yeah, never mind. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, do we have time for Chet Hanks or no? Dog, we always okay. have time for Chet Hanks. So Chet Hanks, aka uh, Shaba Hanks, uh-huh. uh, the son of Tom Hanks, uh, he started a YouTube channel where he's not doing his like patois, mm-hmm. like white boy summer stuff. Right? Uh-huh. He's trying to be a little bit more open and honest and real. And in episode one, he talks about sort of what it was like growing up as the son of somebody who is that famous. So play clip number one. 
The number one question I've always got is, what is it like, what was it like growing up as Tom Hanks' son? And uh, it's an interesting answer. The most memorable time I was asked that question was when I was 14 years old. Me and my family were invited to the White House. This is when George W. Bush was president. When I was introduced to the president, he turned to me and he said, hey, Chester, what was it like growing up the son of a famous father? The answer I gave him then is pretty much the same answer I give people now. And it's, I said, well, Mr. President, there's a lot of advantages, but sometimes it can be pretty weird. And he said, huh. That's a good answer. That's still true to this day. There's a lot of advantages, but sometimes it can be pretty weird. Everyone knows the advantages, you know? They're self-explanatory. I'm very blessed. I got to do a lot of cool shit that a lot of people don't get the opportunity to do. I got, I got to travel the world, stay in nice hotels, fly in private planes, and uh, I'm very blessed for that. I wouldn't change my situation for everything. The truth is, it is a double-edged sword. You gotta keep in mind that fame is the most powerful drug known to man. It can also be true. the most destructive. So this is, he's trying to be relatable, right? But at a certain point, you grow up a certain way. You just can't be relatable. And so I want to play clip number two, uh, and then we can discuss like where he's trying to be relatable. But when you're that rich and that famous, it's just not possible most times. So listen to this. My experience was even more complicated because on top of fame already being toxic, I wasn't even famous, you know? I was just the son of somebody famous, so I hadn't even done anything to deserve any sort of recognition. And that created a lot of contempt, a lot of contempt for me. My dad is beloved, he's on this pedestal. But for me, it created a lot of contempt because A, people automatically assumed in general that I would just be a really arrogant, entitled, spoiled brat, even though I really wasn't. I'm very privileged, but I wasn't spoiled. I know a lot of wealthy kids that were spoiled. My parents didn't spoil me. I was never just given money or an allowance. I had to work and earn everything that I've made. And that's been, it's been that way for my entire life. Growing up, if I needed money to like go out and have fun with my friends, my dad would be like, okay, you want some money? Go wash my car. I'll give you 60 bucks. <laughs> everything was earned. And I'm grateful for it. I'll give you 60 bucks? (laughs) Like six zero. Sixty dollars to watch dad's car. Listen, man, you guys don't know. I had to to work for it, okay? Growing up, like, you know, with with, (laughs) it. If you want, if you wash my, do you know what I would have had to have done for $60? You know, growing up, right? Yeah. I was like maybe seven, eight years old. Yeah. For 50 cents. (laughs) 50 cents for two quarters, okay? I would take a bucket of water and an old ass rag and wipe the basement steps. <laughs> not even the outside steps, yeah. not the main floor steps, yeah. the unfinished basement yep. steps for yep. 50 cents. Yep. Maury, did your dad ever give you $60? No. For if anything? I wanted, no. If I wanted a new pair of jeans, I had to pay for half and he would pay for the other half. <laughs> oh, no. You had to pay for one leg. You had to pay for the other. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So now that uh, the Pam and Tommy show has been out for a while, I think that uh, episode three, four, five, maybe, uh, yeah, I think that's episode five drops today. Uh, the question is still, you know, Pamela Anderson's feelings towards it. And a source close to Pamela uh, tells Entertainment Weekly uh, that she won't be watching the show ever. She says, quote, uh, I don't think she'll 
I, I know that she'll never, never watch this, not even years from now, not even the trailer. Hmm. The source confirmed that Pamela Anderson was indeed contacted multiple times um, by people associated with the production years ago, long before filming, and again, while they were in post-production, but she still wasn't interested, unlike Tommy Lee, who Entertainment Weekly um, says previously confirmed that he spoke to Sebastian Stan about the project. Oh, and wow. the, this source close to Pamela says, quote, uh, Tommy doesn't get it he's still in the same mindset he was at the time that any publicity is good publicity they Wonder, go on, has he seen it uh don't know mm-hmm. don't know uh but they go on to say but imagine if a celebrity today had their nudes leaked and then hollywood recreated not just the crime but the actual nudes because that's what they did in this uh show that would never happen in the 90s pamela's body was deemed by a judge to be public property there was no question the tape was stolen property but the court decided it wasn't private property because pamela anderson's body belonged to the world mm-hmm. um so having to go through all of this again. But I was wondering whether uh, Tommy Lee had talked to Sebastian Stan or uh, if Pamela still hadn't uh, seen it. And I guess that is the answer to that. I wonder if their kid, if their son watched it. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know. They're two like sons. They have two sons. Because one of them... His... They're both around the same age, too. Which is the one yeah. that beat up Tommy Lee? Uh, the older? Brandon or Dylan. I only remember their names because they're, they're they have the same names as the guys from 90210. Oh, okay. Right. I think Brandon. I, I could. One be wrong. of them knocked Tommy Lee out a couple of years ago mm-hmm. in his underpants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Just left him on the floor. I wonder if it's the same one that was on uh, the latest season of The Hills. Yeah, that was. I think that was the that same guy, one. right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he, he was guy. trying to be an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. A couple of times we've heard bachelors talk about their season while the season is still going on, but I don't think we've ever heard a bachelor talk about their season the way that Clayton Eckhart just did. Uh, how far into this season are they? Can anybody tell me this, Shem? Uh, yeah, episode six, I think, aired this week, right? Yeah, they're down to the final, I think it's six women? Six women? Six so he did an interview, and, he, and listen to this. Clayton Eckhart confessed that he regretted agreeing to become The Bachelor after seeing its initial reaction of this season. He says, I think the first three weeks of the show airing, I definitely regretted saying yes to doing it. You just don't know what to expect going in. I thought this was going to be great. Everybody was going to come around. People are really going to start seeing my personality and they just weren't. It seemed like no matter what they showed, fans are still wanting to find something to be mad at me about. He goes on to say, I just wasn't ready, I guess, for the magnitude of the criticism that I was going to face overall the experience for me watching has not been fun simply because I'm seeing all the damage that I caused. I really meant well, but my actions weren't always the best as I can now see the repercussions from my decisions. Fam, that's your fault though. Right? How long has this franchise Wrong. been in existence? And it's the exact same cycle yeah. every single season yeah. where something negative comes out of it but saying it like while the you, show is still on that's like did you a think that you move. were going to be the one that changed the game yeah i know but is he particularly uh, like rotten or i don't under i haven't watched this season what is it shem hold on there you go i'll tell you the thing with clayton is that it's not so much that he's doing anything bad it's that people just didn't want him to be the bachelor oh, period gotcha. so i think people went in to the season not really caring for him yeah. and again he's he's actually been kind of decent but yeah. he's just He's he's got no seasoning, man. He's boring as hell. Is this nit- oh, is this no. Deepa? Is this are they nitpicking the guy to death? Do you think? 
No, I feel like when it comes to The Bachelor, he's talking about, oh, this is my chance to show my personality. Yeah. No one who is The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, they don't care about showing your personality, right? Like, you're kind of just, like, monotone the entire time. So I don't know why he's so surprised about all of this, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's no, make, it makes sense. It makes sense. I, I didn't watch because, to be honest with you, I'm like everybody else. I really wasn't that interested kind of in, in seeing Clayton be uh, be The Bachelor. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Um, how successful was the Tim Hortons partnership with Justin Bieber? I'm going to say. With the Tim Biebs. Very? Remember that. Uh, uh, according to uh, the parent company, the, Tim's Biebs, the Tim Biebs promotion was, quote, one of the most successful traffic driving initiatives in recent memory and mm. outperformed our internal expectations. The collaboration led to unprecedented social engagement and increased appeal with younger guests. Uh, Tim Horton's parent company, Restaurant Brands International, reported that sales rose 10.3% at stores open last year wow. uh, for the fourth quarter and that reversed an 11% decline from the same quarter a year ago. So the headline is uh, Justin Bieber almost single-handedly turned Tim Hortons around. Wow. Yeah. So they're going to extend, do you think? Well, they're going to do something else with him for sure. They'll have for to, sure. yeah, yeah. Capitalize yeah, yeah. on this. Yeah, absolutely. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, what is going on with Loki season two? Are they even doing a season two of Wait, I Loki? On. I hope they're doing a season two of Loki. Uh, did you not see the end of it? Spoiler yeah, alert, I know. But it completely opens up for season two. I know, I know. But what's happening with it? When are we getting it? And uh, for me, one of the big questions is, will Owen Wilson uh, be back in Loki? And this is uh, Owen talking about just that. Is Owen Wilson coming back to Loki? Um, yes, oh, he is go. coming back to Loki. And I think we're going to start filming that pretty soon. I had a great time working on Loki. I really enjoyed Tom Hiddleston and all the people on that. Whoa, slow down with the excitement, <laughs> sir. <laughs> like, one of the greatest shows that Marvel put out. Like, hone it down. Right? It's like... It's like he's so bored with it already. Can you play that again for me, please? Like, come on, man. Is Owen Wilson coming back to Loki? Um, yes, he is coming back to Loki. And I think we're going to start filming that pretty soon. I had a great time working on Loki. I really enjoyed Tom Hiddleston and all the people on that. He sounds like it. <laughs> so bored with it already. Can't wait. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, there is a uh, the buyer for if you, Melania Trump's NFT. Do you remember when Melania Trump posted an NFT? She had a series of them. The series uh. was called the Head of State Collection, and uh, a few of them were um, autographed Im- autographed images that were important and one of the kind signed items of clothing she wore. So the NFTs what? were uh, like autographed images of clothing, right? That, those were the images. NFTs. Okay. And then one of them was of just like her eyes, right? Weird. So, and it sold for $170,000. So the buyer of the Melania Trump NFT has been revealed. And according to the Blockchain analysis and data. Yeah. The buyer of the Melania Trump NFT was also the owner and creator of the Melania Trump NFT. What? So Melania Trump bought her own NFT for $170,000. Why would you do that? So a review of blockchain data shows that the address which minted the NFT, so yes. Melania Trump's team, 
uh, sent crypto to an address that later converted parts of that into different units of crypto, which then sent to another address that ended up winning the auction. It's called wash trading. So wash trading is usually done to paint a, quote, false picture about an NFT to fool the public into believing there is high demand for the asset. Oh, but all that stuff, like when you do stuff online, it's all so traceable. Well, with especially when you start going into blockchain data, but it's mm. not that simple. You can do it if you want to. You can of find course. out exactly, but Come you on. don't think anybody will. Yeah. So according to a recent crypto slate report, wash trades, which are exactly this, people who spend exorbitant amount of money on NFTs who are also the people who created the NFTs to drive up interest and make it seem like it's a big deal. Uh, according to crypto slate, um, wash trades made up $9 million from their trades in 2021. What? In another report, it was revealed that over 80% of NFT trades on Looks Rare were all wash trades. Really? So Just 80%, to get the word out there. 80% were people who were paying incredible amounts of money for these NFTs who were the creators of these NFTs to drive up interest. So you yeah. create, say, five, six, maybe 25 or 100 NFTs. You post a, 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 a like a bid, right? What Like a minimum bid for them. And then you start buying them to drive up the price. Until wow. other people catch on and go, oh, this is worth something. And then you start making money off rubes, basically. But, the, but yeah, it was revealed that the purchaser of Melania Trump's NFT was, in fact, Melania Trump. I thought you were going to say the purchaser was actually her husband, Donald Trump. Could have been. Well, I mean, let's let's I mean, do I have to even clarify that? No, no, no but I thought that, that it was going to be no, no, but I thought you were going to say like blatantly we all found out or it was found out that it was actually Donald Trump. Well, she's the big NFT fan, but I think he's the big money guy, right? Yeah. Like So at the end of the day. At the end of the day. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh so even though a season 2 of and just like that has yet to be greenlit, uh, HBO chief content officer Casey Bloys told Deadline that the show's fate is ultimately up to Sarah Jessica Parker and executive producer Michael Patrick King. Uh, Casey says it's really them talking to figure out if there's a story they're excited by. He goes on to say, I think there will be, but they're taking, but they're talking and making sure they want to jump in. It's a big commitment and they'll have to come to us and let us know what they're thinking, but I'm feeling good about it. Maury? I don't think there will be. You don't think so, huh? I really, I think they'll talk. Is there talk. more story to tell them? Exactly what I was going to say is I don't think there's much more that can be said that hasn't already been said to say. I think there will be. Yeah, it just seems that it's a fluff story. Well, it always was hey, a fluff whoa, story. Yo, I, I'm Come like the now. biggest. I'm the biggest fan. I want a season two. I just don't think there will be one. Uh, Cynthia Nixon is uh, slamming what she called bizarre fan reaction to uh, her what she called brave uh, Miranda in the new and just like that. Um, a lot of people had a real big problem with Miranda. Um, out of the gate and uh, Cynthia Nixon said I think it's a bizarre reaction uh, first of all I think Miranda is brave and I think Miranda is charging forward she doesn't know where she's going exactly but she knows that she has to go somewhere and I think that that's always been true for Miranda right Miranda's very smart and she's very tenacious mm -hmm. but the idea that she's level-headed she's never been level-headed 
I don't know the show well enough, but to me, the the when Miranda first showed up in those first couple of episodes, it just it just was not the character that you left behind in the original series. She was not a that, lawyer. Not that she needed to be. Well, she was still a lawyer, but just like clueless about things. Like it's mm-hmm. not that she wasn't tenacious or smart, but she would just seem clueless about, about the life. World? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Sarah Ramirez, who plays Che, also was uh, oh, what was the character on Grey's Anatomy? Come on now, come on now, head. Um, Shea head. No, not Che head. It was not Che head. Uh, Tally, Tally, oh. Tally on Grey's Anatomy. I think that that's what it was, uh, because a lot of people had a hard time with the Che character and that interaction with Miranda as well. Mm. Uh, and uh, Sarah, Marie, Sarah Ramirez had said that uh, I'm very aware of the hate that exists online for this character, but I have to protect my own mental health and my own artistry. Whoa. <laughs> Yo, you just gave enough examples right there why they should not be doing a season yeah, two. Yeah, they and did a lot with these characters where they thought they would be so loved. Yeah. And it was the complete And it backfired. Opposite. You're right, Shem. Uh, the, the character you mean is Callie, right? Callie, Callie, Callie. Thank yeah. you, not Tally, Callie. Uh, but yeah, and also with Miranda, like, presumably going into and just like that, she had a long, long alcohol problem mm-hmm. long that you presume had been there since the like the, the show ended the first time and then so they addressed it and then there was just no talk of it like it wasn't even an issue At after all? she stopped drinking no. no but she didn't that's the weird thing is she like, just stopped you started drinking when oh. we weren't there you yeah. know what i mean yeah. like, where, that didn't happen they just yeah. abandoned the whole they abandoned, that, the, whole, they abandoned the whole just like just like they abandoned big dying like carrie mm-hmm. had been with big for how many years and i'm not saying you you you, you can't you know, continue on with your life well, and look for so love and, and find love. She talked to the ashes in the closet. No, I know, but she's like horny you, for the for the. But that's because that was the her editor told her to do that. I know she did that all on her own. But she would go into the closet, Yo, talk y'all to the are ashes. Like the Sex in the City uh, <laughs> know, wiki right now. Mocha, she'd go into the closet and be like. Hi, I'm going to go on a date. You'd be yeah. happy for me or something like You and just he, wait right here. And what would he say? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get yeah. a drink. It's exactly how you and Matthew communicate, like through a closed door <laughs> with, the, with, each, with each other. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, uh, there is a chance. Listen to this. So Magic Mike 3 we know is happening, and Channing Tatum has uh, had a lot to say about it. One, they're going to grow their chest hair out, so the boys are not going to wax anymore. See, that's not hot. Um, Two, they are going to update the dancing so they look like they know what they're doing and not just classic bogus stripper moves. They Mm -hmm. actually really want to amp up the dancing. And now... Matthew McConaughey's name has been thrown around as possibly rejoining the franchise yeah, wasn't as in his, the second as one, his character Dallas. He was Spoiler not alert. in the second one. Uh, so he was doing an interview with Variety, and uh, they asked him if he would consider going back for um, Magic Mike 3. And he said, Channing, call me. Call me, bro. I haven't heard from you. Wow. And then he added, I have to read the script first. It, but it was a hell of a lot of fun doing the first one. So it seems like he would be into it if it's a hairy chest and script. all. Yeah, yeah. Is like Matthew a hairy McConaughey, chest? Diva? Matthew McConaughey already has a hairy no. chest. He's not hairy, Diva. He's not hairy at all, huh? Who? Matthew, Matthew McConaughey? McConaughey. Yeah. And I have no idea, and I don't plan on watching this movie either because it's too oh. many naked. You like hairy chest or no? You start forgetting words. I can't watch that movie because it's too many naked. It's <laughs> 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 <gets> all flustered. <laughs> I no, I don't like hairy chests, Mocha. <laughs> you really? must really know. Oh, no, okay. I don't. Wow. I mean, I'd make a, an exception for some people. 
Mm-mm. Not on my end. There's no exception whatsoever. Wow. Damn. <laughs> no Damn. Needed. Does your th- does does the law have to shave or is he naturally smooth? No, he's naturally smooth. Oh, he is. Is he know. really? Wow. Yeah, he is. Oh. Yeah, I picked a good one. <laughs> you, you know what? I don't. You know, it doesn't put me. I would bet you you shave that man in his sleep. I do not. I bet you do. Roz, you know how we sleep. There's no way I'm getting True. to him while we sleep. Fortress. <laughs> Two fortresses. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, a Florida judge ruled yesterday that it will keep sensitive information, including video and photos of Bob Saget's body, uh, in the hands of the late actor's family for the time being. The court ruled in favor of yeah of Saget's hmm. wife. Um, found that uh, the family would suffer irreparable harm if the records were to be released to the public now. Now, the suit was filed in response to media outlets' filings requesting for specific documents related to the investigation, including photographs, video, and audio recordings. No. As well as what the suit referred to as the statutory protected autopsy information. Now, we talked about this yesterday, which are the sunshine laws in Florida, which basically means that anything that is paid for by taxpayers' dollars is open to the public, right? Mm -hmm. Anything. That's why so much information comes out of Florida. All the craziness out of Florida is because anything that's paid for by taxpayer dollars is open to the public. Um, But when it comes to specifics of when somebody dies, whether it is autopsy photos, video, this kind of thing, those are now protected because after Dale Earnhardt died, uh, they tried to put a case together against NASCAR years ago that um, they were lax on safety precautions. And so they tried to build a case using all the information from the autopsy and photos from Dale Earnhardt. Then they passed a law saying that photos, videos, all that other stuff were exempt from the sunshine laws. But autopsy reports were not. So that's Mm. why I said the time being. So they can't get a hold of photo, video, and audio recordings, but the actual results and full details of autopsies themselves will eventually be made public because the other piece of information that came out was we know the bonk on the back of the head it was severe and they had now said that maybe he got that they believe he got that from the headboard of the bed i don't know how they know that i guess part of their investigation they found something on the headboard but like the back of the headboard in the hotel room so is, maybe he went to like say, lay down on the bed and but it was like, high it, it's yeah. high but he went to like maybe he was standing up and he'd turn around to go lay on the bed and just like threw himself back and then probably hit his head who knows super hard. who knows but who knows? that's like I don't know, saying that the, 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 the media in Florida is are the ones who are requesting this information, right? Yeah. Or they're requesting, like, photos and videos like that. Because, because I think that a lot of people think maybe something went down, I don't right? Know, I think that... I, listen, that yeah. For me, at least, that's going too far to say, hey, we need photos and video yeah. and this and that, right? Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, I don't know, Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers broke up. Oh, come on. Wait, Say what? It ain't so. Shailene Woodley and Isn't Aaron Rodgers. they just Rogers. get engaged? Uh, yeah, they've been engaged for one year, actually, a full year. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Because he didn't win the Super Bowl? They, they said it was amicable. Um, source said uh, they go on to say that they're very different people with busy careers and there were obstacles that uh, they couldn't surmount. They will remain friendly. Uh, there's no bad blood and no drama. It just didn't work out for them. you got to think, though, that Shailene was starting to have difficulty in Hollywood because Aaron Rodgers is anti-vax, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, That yeah. prevented a lot of people. Because he made the news a lot. Right. Past couple of months I'm because sure of his, people, his views. Yeah, I'm sure people were not taking meetings with her, maybe didn't want her to work, and maybe they didn't say it right away, but you can tell when things dry up, yeah, right? Yeah. And maybe they didn't agree on that. I don't know. I don't know whether they did or not. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
Uh, Robert Pattinson last night on with Jimmy Kimmel uh, talking about the Batman and haven't heard Robert Pattinson really kind of go into detail about what uh, what he knows about the, the film. Everyone keeps telling me they're like, yeah. you know, if it all fails, you've still been part of something really special. I mean, well, I don't want to be like the worst one. If I, that's what I get remembered for. <laughs> what maniac said that to you? That seems a lot like of the different worst thing you could say to anybody. <laughs> a lot of different especially like the week before the release. <laughs> yeah, I'll bear that in mind. Have you seen the movie in its entirety? I saw it three days ago, yeah. You did? Yeah. Were you nervous going in? I was absolutely terrified. I haven't been this scared to release a movie in such a long time. At I haven't what, even released a movie in a really At what time. point during the film did you breathe a sigh of relief? Was it right away? Did it take you to the end? How did that go? Yeah. I mean, I'd seen the first 90 minutes by myself in an IMAX before, and I ah. knew that the first 90 minutes was great, but I've kind of gotten into this habit where I kind of realized... I need to be in the perfect balance of serotonin to watch my own stuff. And, like, so I need to kind of, I need to work out for two hours beforehand. I need to have an enormous amount of sugar and caffeine. And so, like, whatever I'm watching, I'm like, yes. Really? (laughs) Wow. So, but what about the voice? Because you only get a little tiny taste of Robert Pattinson's voice. The Batman voice is one of the things that is debated among Batman fans and and always will be is who is the better Batman, who is the best Batman voice, all of this stuff. So, how did Robert Pattinson do on the Batman voice? How long did it take you to figure out the voice, the Batman voice? I mean, it's, I actually found out a funny thing about it because I wanted to do a radically different thing to all the other Batman. You uh, did. And I started in a kind of, I just thought, because everyone does this kind of gruff, gravelly thing. I'm like, I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to go really whispery. And I tried to do it for the first, like, two weeks. And it just looked absolutely atrocious. And they, kept, they told me to stop doing it. But then I found out from Nick, who was putting me in the suit every day, that's what um, Christian Bale did on Batman Begins as well. And if you listen to the first uh, uh, Batman Begins teaser trailer, you can hear the original voice. I only found this out a couple of weeks ago. Yo, really, huh? Batman doesn't whisper, though. I'm Batman. I think they're talking about whisper. Yeah, like whisper, like this. Yeah, like, hey, everybody. Not like that. I'm Batman. No, 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 no. I saw the bat signal. What's going on, Commissioner? Not that kind of whisper. Like whisper like this. So you don't really talk that loud. But you're only talking like this. I think it's not like like this. this. I think it's like this. No. Not like that. Who are you? I'm Batman. No. (laughs) I think that's what it is. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Hello, Rayman46. What's up? It's Roz and Mocha. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Uh, We love kicking off the podcast with somebody who is a big fan that wants to ask the room a question. And your name looks familiar because we know you load up the comment section um, with with questions all the time. So we appreciate that. Thank you so much. No problem. Uh, Which question? Uh, Yeah, so I was wondering if, like, you or Maury have ever gotten, like, seriously sick from doing any of the food challenges. (laughs) Oh, from the many food challenges that we do on the Razamoga Show. When I used to funnel stuff, yeah, and I funneled um, the Shamrock Shake. 
That's right. And I got really ill. It's weird to me. And, and by the way, funneling is like when, you know, like what you see in movies or maybe you've funneled something is where there's a funnel and a, and a piece of like hose and you put the hose in and then you lift up the funnel and it just shoots all, all down in your mouth. So Maura used to funnel things on the show a lot. Shamrock like Shake was one of them. Maple chocolate syrup milk. he funneled. Eggnog. Chocolate milk, eggnog, KFC gravy. Oh, yeah. Remember also, that one? Chalet sauce, I think. Chalet yeah. sauce he funneled. And out of all of that stuff... Even eggnog, it was the shamrock shake that hit you the hardest, right? Yeah, um, I was so, I was curled up on the floor. Yeah, that's weird. So Maury did get sick. Now, as far as the combos go, because fans have always written in saying, hey, why don't Maury and uh, Mocha try this mixed with this or this combo of this? Have you eaten anything, Mocha, that that is actually like done damage to you? No, like we've had stuff that uh, in the moment it would be disgusting, Right. right? I think the only time I ever felt affected was did we do like 30 seconds or less where you had to drink like a, a full glass of cream or something heavy like that? cream right yeah. was that one yeah, yeah that was, was one okay of them. so that one kind of messed me up for like half a day yeah like right <laughs> after i just felt so bloated yeah. right something like that's a lot of dairy yeah dairy kind of hits me a little different now right <laughs> so that day like i remember immediately after the dairy hit and i just felt heavy yeah. for the rest of the, 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 the morning and then for the first part of the afternoon I felt I was just like drinking water the entire day because I had to just like try to get flush it out of my yeah. system. And you yeah. have a lactose issue like lactosis or something? Yep, what? lactosis. Yeah. No, like aren't you like you have some sort of issue with it. <laughs> yeah, I just said dairy don't hit me the same no more. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's the issue. <laughs> also lactosis. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Rayman. Well, was there anything that you thought, Rayman, that when listening, you're like, oh, yeah, for sure that's going to mess those guys up? Yeah, I thought the coffee and mayo would be one. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Didn't mess me up, though. Oh, coffee and mayo. You're right. That was that was that was so gross to watch. Or the uh, beef fizz. Oh, the beef fizz is pretty good. Mocha loved the beef fizz. <laughs> I didn't mind that one. <laughs> what was that again? That was a uh, beef stock mixed with what? Like uh, Coca-Cola? Gin- or ginger ale. Or ginger ale. Oh. That's yeah. right. Beef stock and ginger ale. Yeah. And they, didn't they market this? Like it was Ugh, a thing. It's an actual thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not too no, bad. Not too bad. That. Not too- <laughs> there you go, Rayman. Thank you so much, bro. No problem. Have a good day. Right, you brother. too. Later. You take care, man. Uh, Cassandra says here, would you rather hit every red light for the rest of your life or always get slow internet after the sun goes down? I'm picking red lights. That's actually a really good, because both are very frustrating. I know, but at least with red lights, I guess for both, every red light, every red light, though. In both scenarios, you could like plan ahead, but I feel with travel, I know every red light, but you don't know how many, depending on what you're doing, (laughs) where you're going. Yeah, every red light. If you're going on a a road trip, right? Every red light, like my slow internet, (laughs) but only after the sun goes down, though. I know, but still. I I don't think I can I I don't think I can handle red lights. That's tough. I couldn't do the slow internet because think about like in the wintertime, right? When the sun goes down at like four o'clock in the afternoon. Still early. They didn't say no internet, they just said slow internet. Slow internet. So maybe you can't stream Netflix, but Mm -hmm. you can still, you know, send emails and surf the web and stuff like that. It would just make your life a little more inconvenient. God, man, like even even on one road, like when when I come off the highway and Maury comes off that same exit on the highway. Just getting up the road that leads to this station, mm-hmm. you hit potentially one, two, 12, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, mm-hmm. 
10 sets of stoplights on one road that I've leads to the station. I've completely recently changed my route to work because of those red lights. Have you really? Yeah, I yeah. now go up a different road because I can't handle that in the morning. So then that, yeah, but for you guys, that's like an extra two to five minutes. I know, no, but when you're the no, only no, no, one no. at an intersection, it really hits you in the heart that it, you're like, they force you to stop. It hits you in the heart. Hold on here. Let me let me just find out here. How long do red lights last? It's, it's isn't it thirty that. seconds? You have the countdown. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, like anywhere from like th- I guess it depends on the time of day, right? Because they uh, adjust based on traffic, isn't it? Like anywhere from thirty to sixty seconds, sometimes or thirty feels, to forty-five. Feels, sometimes it feels longer, man. That's what she said. But now they do something different with the red lights, where the hand where people they pedestrians can go first, and I find yes. that I find that kind of frustrating. Why? Because I'm like, because then you have to, I feel like I'm sitting there longer. Yeah, uh, you not, probably are. It's not that much longer, though. That's what she said. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> what Matthew says. <laughs> Why am I laughing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, here we are here. Da-da-da. Red lights. They said no one is coming too long. The typical light cycle is 120 seconds, meaning the longest wow, two you would minutes? yeah, meaning what? the longest you would ever have to sit at at uh, one one and a half to two minutes. Wow. So let's say, okay, let's say I hit all ten. Yeah. On oh. my on my on my way on one road. That's an additional 20 minutes. Right. You have to adjust. No for way. It. Right. No way. I'd rather. I oh. honestly that's, would rather that's slow internet. one road. I'm still picking the red lights, guys. You are, eh? Yeah. yeah. I'm still picking the red lights. You too, yeah. Oh, 100%. There's yeah. nothing more frustrating than slow internet. Yeah. yeah. I'm still picking the red it. lights. Here's my no thing, way. though, is that I could adjust my life because of slow internet after the sun goes down. I kid not. There's no adjustment you can do to deal with the fact that every single red light you come across, you hit. There's no adjustment for that. Even if you turn right, you're going to go another block. There's yeah. going to be another red light there waiting for you. Yeah. You will you always hit Netflix red lights during the day. Right. I, you, I would download movies. Right. Mm-hmm. And I would like do all my work during the day. I could compensate for no or for slow Internet in the evenings. I could work my life around that. It would suck. We can't sit there and just like stream a bunch of stuff on Netflix. It would suck. But I would manage. Right. I would figure out a way to manage. I can still find entertainment in the evenings. Right. But man, I, I would lose my mind, I think, if forever I hit every single red light. And you know that, oh, tomorrow I'm going to have to do this again. Again. Yeah. I don't know, guys. I'm still picking the red lights. You are, huh? Yeah, but yeah. knowing how yeah. angry you get, I could see you being so mad at a red light. Who, me? Mm-hmm. Nah. You would just be, you would be late for everything. What do you want me to do, though? I'm going to say, yo, yeah. red lights. You'd be, you'd be late for everything. Yeah. Everything. I know. I don't care. If I hit every red light all the way from my house, mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, five, and then there is the 10, so 15, right? Uh-huh. So right now it takes me, if I get, if I cruise through, get a couple reds, whatever else, it takes me like 15, 16, 17 minutes to, to get to work, yeah. right? That's a quick commute for me in the morning. I would be doubling that. I'm trying to think wow. of how many lights Like I easily get. doubling that. Yeah, I hit about 10 yeah. before I get to the highway. And then when I get off the highway, yeah. there's one, two, three. So that's 13. For my daily commute, it would be 13. Right. That's just work. 13 lights. Mm-hmm. Let's say 90 seconds of light, right? Yeah. Oh, man, that's a lot. See? So, yeah, so I'd have to, oh, man. You'd have to wake up even earlier. Um. Or do you, oh, I can't suggest that. Start running red lights. 
No, no man. Can't. No, then you say you're getting popped. That's a tough question. That's a real tough question. I'm going to say I'm taking slow internet after the sun goes down. That may be the best would you rather that we are go- ever gone. I'm still going to say red lights. I don't care. You are, huh? Shem, <laughs> yeah. you're still saying red lights? 100%. I only, yeah. ha- I only have five lights on my commute, so yeah. Yeah, but in life, though, in life. Yeah, I'm not dealing with slow internet, it's man. Not, it, no, no, I'd rather deal with I can't sit at a red light and then a red light and then a red light. Yeah, yeah, no, it's tough. That's a tough question. You anyway. just watch your Netflix shows during the day. Yeah. <laughs> your vocab just hit a red light. Yeah. Right? Uh, Charmaine wants to know from you, damn it, Maury, what your favorite mm. episode of the Golden Girls is. Okay, so my one of my favorite, I have two. So for a, an emotional episode, it's the AIDS episode. Excuse me? The AIDS episode. What, where was, the, what was the plot line on that one? They, they, Rose's friend, she works at a crisis center, and one of Rose's friends uh, tested positive. No, sorry. Rose tested positive for HIV. Right? Oh. And then she, then Blanche started putting R's on the mugs that she was using and stuff. Mm. But then it turned out the, it came back that, in fact, no, everything's fine. You're good. But it really taught them and then Blanche had to come around being like you know what it's fine you can't catch it from drinking out of a cup like it was back in the day where AIDS first started where you can't catch it from this you can't catch it from that and it was really an emotional episode the other one how did they explain Rose getting HIV she went for a test and then they it came it was like no I I know I know but at some point you have to be if you think for one second that maybe you have HIV you have to start thinking well how did I get HIV right what was Rose thinking that it was incorrect. She's like, "There's no way I have HIV." Okay, but so there, there was never, but, uh, there was never like a. But Blanche, I was in but, this situation, but Blanche and thought why. that she had HIV. So how did Blanche? She, they think thought that, that Rose... she caught it from the crisis center. How? I guess being around, like the, COVID, being around gay men. Oh yeah, I guess I guess that was all part of it. You could yeah. judge oh, it from yeah. yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. The other oh, one, the it's, it's right? inappropriate now, maybe. Mm-hmm. But um, Rose was dating um, a short person. Yeah. Um, like and uh, like shorter than her, or do you mean like like a dwarf? Yes. Yeah. Okay, a Somebody little person. Dwarfism. A, yeah, a little gotcha. person. Okay, and yeah. he came over for dinner, and Blanche was making the hors d'oeuvres in the kitchen, and came out of the kitchen, went shrimp, and then walked back into <laughs> one of my absolute favorite scenes. To wow, watch. inappropriate, Maury. Inappropriate. But it's still uh, do you don't you remember that? Um, <laughs> do, you, do you remember that episode? They did that on Modern Family, too, where Mitchell, when Mitchell was straight in high school, he had sex with one woman, right? And then years later, um, he saw her at the mall in L.A., and she was walking around, and she had a red-headed kid with her. And Mitchell then tells Cam, he's like, oh, my God, she's the one woman I had sex with, and, like, they have a kid and all this stuff, and the, 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 the times worked out and everything else. And then uh, so they're they're like, OK, well, we got to go and meet your kid, because obviously this redhead kid is obviously my my kid. And then they go over to the house with Cam and Mitchell. And uh, he's like, listen, um, I know that you were talking about, you know, whatever the, the guy's name was, you know, Jimmy. And uh, I, I think I'm ready to meet him. And the girl was like, OK, she's like, Jimmy, come on out here. And then Jimmy comes out and Jimmy's a little person. Right. And she's like, um, Mitchell brought you a gift. And then he's like, yeah, what's the gift? Mitchell? He's like, no, 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 it's fine. You don't have to take it. And he brought he bought him like a little slugger, like yeah. like baseball bat and a baseball glove, and it right? And it said little slugger on it. And he was like, <laughs> like why just be so hurtful? Yeah. Like you just came over here to do just that. But yeah, no, those are uh, the, those are always great. Uh, Mallory said here, do you guys sous vide with the spices or put spices when you sear the meat? 
Um, like with steak? Yeah, I guess with anything. I mean, for us with steak and or chicken, those are really the two things that we um, mainly use our sous vide for, but uh, we just use salt and pepper. I It's very rare that I put anything additional. I may slather some butter on a steak mm-hmm. uh, before mm-hmm. I vacuum seal mm-hmm. the bag, mm-hmm. but it's mainly salt, pepper, maybe a little bit of garlic as well. Um, you can. You can put anything you want in the bag. Mm-hmm. Um, you can throw rosemary in it. You can throw garlic in it. You can throw anything you want in it, right? Yeah. Um, I personally don't because I don't like that flavor for profile on meat or yeah. on steak, right? So I actually... Uh, and I don't season before I sous vide it. I don't put any salt and pepper on it when it goes in the when it goes in the bag and then into the water. Uh, I do all of that afterwards. And then the other thing that I don't do anymore is I only pre-salt when I cook a steak. I don't pre-pepper. Only salt. Why? Only salt. I put pepper on after uh-huh. because I find that sometimes, especially with like a like a like if you're grinding your own pepper, mm-hmm. I find because I cook the steak at such an incredibly high temperature in uh, in a thick pan that sometimes pepper burns, and I don't like that taste. Mm. But I love pepper, so I pepper after when I when I okay. resalt and everything else is when I is when I put the pepper on it. I will say to you, Mallory, if this is your your technique or you're thinking of it. I found just because you and I have the same the same sous vide, the mm-hmm. Anova one, right? Mm-hmm. So I use a, a lot of the recipes from the app, right? Yeah. And some of them where you load up the the bag or the you know your meat with all sorts of <laughs> <laughs> all sorts yeah. of seasoning yeah. and extras. Yeah. I just find that that flavor then it, it takes over the actual taste of the yes. food, right? Yes. It becomes overbearing when it's being. Like in that water bath for like two, three hours. However, I will say this. I haven't done it with a steak, but I did put a ton of stuff in when I sous vide ribs. Did you really? Yeah. Ton of stuff. Did you in do there. the 24 hour one? Oh, I've done longer. I've sous-vide. done 36 hour ribs before. 36 hours? Yep. Oh my yep. God. Yeah. And they come out awesome. But my problem with ribs is I don't have anybody to eat ribs with, right? I will. <laughs> of course. Um, I don't have anybody to eat ribs with. Um, Catherine doesn't really like ribs, and uh-huh. Rox is only okay with them. And what about I, your brother? Your brother lives upstairs. Yeah, he's okay. And he, I think that he's okay with ribs. Uh-huh. Like he's just fine with them. You want make but, a rack and then like save half and like, no, give it to him? It takes too. It's too much of an event. Thirty six hours. You got to keep that thing on the counter, and then oh, and so then you got to grill them, and then you got to do this. So I don't even bother making ribs anymore. Like if 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 somebody comes over, uh-huh. right? If well, sorry, if I ever have somebody over um and they like ribs maybe i'll think about it but up uh, i won't do it on my own anymore uh we'll end on well, this can i just correct from... myself yeah okay. um so with the golden girls episode i just want to make sure that i'm not like called out or anything but it was rose was afraid after a blood transfusion that she may have can uh oh that's have, what it was yeah she, okay. it may have contained hiv infected blood there you go gotcha yeah. gotcha gotcha cassandra says here uh can we please find another tv show for damn it maury to give recaps on like he did with the game of thrones there's oh, a new game of thrones love them. There's a new Game of Thrones. They just released the trailer. Uh, yeah, there's a new Game of Thrones. Also, I think it might be cool to do that new um, uh, 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 um, uh, that new Lord of the Rings show. Oh, might be, yeah, might yeah. be fun for Maury to do. Also, and in hindsight, we should have got Maury to do the Boba Fett show. Because I think that that would have been, yeah, I I think that it would have been really great to, to do that. Um, But yes, we, we will, we will get Maury to do more recaps because I'm, I agree with you. Those were, those were hysterical. Yeah. 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 You good with that Maury? I remember that being torture. 
<laughs> I just remember how awful those shows that show yeah. was. Oh, no. Well, guess yeah. what? We gotta <laughs> we gotta listen now. Yeah, yeah. Your summer is gonna be boring as hell. Oh God! I found. Hold on here. Uh, there was some Vikings show that I found the other day that's not even in English. I think it might. I think it might be. I think it might be in Dutch. That you yes. should. That you should do at least one episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for all of your questions. Keep them coming in. We post on Instagram once a week. Ask Roz and Mocha, uh, and just go into the comments section and ask your question we'll pick a few of them to answer and of course get one of you to ask your question live on the show thank you for listening this has been the Roz and mocha show podcast thanks for listening to the Roz and mocha show podcast catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on kiss 92.5 kiss 92.5.com or download the kiss 92.5 app